0: Bet you wish you so blurred. Talking about what we heard. Talking about what we seen. All through the eyes of a blurred. Everything that we do urge. Flying like a super person. Plus, I got super friends. We be teaming up
1: early. Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. With the power of me only by my side. Whoa. I am Mikey
0: Oden's son. Michael is worthy yes super worthy because I got the iPhone 11 Pro Max I think you're better than that's me? my Mjolnir what do you have Jordan you the iPhone, uh, mm-hmm. unworthy <laughs> my camera is so inferior <laughs> did you take any dick pics yet I have the true power I did actually <laughs> <laughs> did it make
1: it make it look long it looked mighty <laughs> my dick is worthy mighty long stroke wow <laughs> that's that's your, your thor name yes. like thunder strike and shit it's a long stroke mighty long stroke mighty long stroke <laughs> <laughs> you say that and it's funny but i would watch that over fucking love and thunder if jane foster was the main character <laughs> i gotta take a a comfy
0: though a what you know how they got the new feature on the phone a, they call it a slow fee where you could, uh now use the f- front-facing camera to uh, go slow motion. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, you could do that now. so Okay. So a comfy. So a slow motion cum shot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm disturbed. Gross blooosh. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the noise it's going to sound. Yeah, this is a good start. <laughs>
1: this, is, this is a good podcast. <laughs> We were like mm-hmm. not even six seconds in talking about <laughs> slow motion. Come, this is good. Uh, so this week, talking about speaking of slow motion, come, I have no segue for that. <laughs> I was I was waiting. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, like I said, you guys, I'm sorry for the late podcast this week. But you know, I was filming unworthy this weekend. But to that end, I also didn't watch anything new except for anime. So we don't have any new topics really this week. But next week, oh boy. Uh, Chris is upset about this podcast. Yeah, we're... (laughs) For the
0: last couple of... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't watch anime, guys. Talk about something else. Well, fuck you.
1: (laughs) It's become all anime and news, but not next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about Joker. We're going to be talking about uh, Young Justice. Uh, I can
0: talk about Young Justice now, but Jordan didn't finish it. (laughs) I was busy.
1: (laughs) We were filming uh, two things this weekend. We still have two more days of shooting... For to finish unworthy three because we didn't finish we had to finish on Saturday so you had to do, and it's really actually the, when I don't think about it it's two more days of pickup shots because it's the day it's Saturday's pickup shots we have to do and we have to do pickup shots for the end of the episode that we couldn't get to before so I'm pulling a Hollywood right now I have to do pickup shots <laughs> S- slow cum shots no no slow cum no slow cum shots are you, are you picking up the cum no. <laughs> But it's coming together nicely. On Saturday, we had an it's official. Together nicely. I though. hate you. That was a good pun, though. <laughs> it was unintentional. Um, on Saturday, we had an official uh, Sentai, Common Rider, Power Rangers stunt actor from like legit. He worked with the crews from Japan as like a uh, coordinator slash uh, co director to help with our posing and Power Ranger camera angles. So I think the fight scene between. Uh, sp- Eh, not really sports. We kind of talked about that on the Instagram page. But the fight scene between King Torano and Lord Dragon, I think it's be pretty dope. So I can't wait for people to see that. How does he become King Tyrano uh, Well,
0: is it's that not a, my is character. That a, is it an alternate uh, Jason? Or it's does he actually become,
1: in your story... No, it's the alternate Jason. Oh. It's it's a fan. Remember before I was talking about how it's a fan character by Art Tran on Instagram? Yeah, but sometimes some kind of borrowing whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I, I want to keep some I want to pay respect to his characters. So I didn't want to like provide an origin story within unworthy. I just kind of just drop him in like he already exists. But yeah, the idea is he's a alternate version of Jason who combined his gold ranger power with his red Tyranno power. So just out of the box and unworthy though he already exists. But none of them is stronger than the Rainbow Ranger. No, they're all stronger
0: because he doesn't exist. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's he, not canon. He's like Captain Planet. Let mm. all powers combine. Oh my god, <laughs>
1: that'd be an amazing twist ending for the whole
0: series. <laughs> the Arbiter, what you? What, what's what's the Escanor quote? <laughs> who what? said who said you could have this power? Whatever, I don't <laughs> who know. Who decided that? <laughs> oh,
1: I cannot wait for the Seven Deadly Sins to come back and My Hero in like two weeks. I'm so fucking hyped. I want some chicken patties. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything we're talking about?
0: Yeah. Hype. I'm hyped for food. You're hyped for food. <laughs> okay. <Yes.
1: laughs> well, on that note, let's get into some iTunes review. <laughs> Not Z. It was singular once again. And it's actually a re-review. Um, to, uh, it's actually clarification. Oh, happy birthday,
0: Jacob. Why are you looking at me like that? I
1: didn't know it was his birthday. Yeah, I think it's today. It's oh, his birthday. Well, yeah. Happy birthday, Jacob. How old is he now? 16? He's two. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah, no, he's two. Okay. Well, this iTunes review of the week is actually... My birthday was last week. Last oh. Friday. Oh, happy belated birthday to you in the podcast as well. Thank you. Yeah. How old mm-hmm. are you now? 50? 18. <laughs> I feel like your numbers are skewed here. <laughs> but, uh, Hashtag
0: Team Libra no team Pisces no nah, fuck off go fish <laughs> mm, we, we don't eat fish over here black comic geek <laughs> ironically
1: I also don't really like fish that much either so <laughs> only salmon but anyway uh, our only iTunes review this week is from Young J. Gene it's a clarification to his iTunes review last week it's a five star review though and he says um, weekly review well if we're gonna do a weekly review bro you can just give a weekly email that's fine but he says hello Blur Vision I hope you two have had a good week I didn't say in my last review, but I couldn't go to homecoming with my girlfriend because her parents wouldn't let her go. So this weekend, I'll just lay in bed and scroll through Instagram looking at my classmates' homecoming photos. Oh, that's depressing. Anyway, have you uh, have you two seen the trailer for Black Lightning Season 3?
0: <laughs> Don't look at me like that.
1: Well, I'm looking at Michael because we just, before the podcast started, we went through trailers. And the only two trailers we looked, <laughs> we looked at for CW were completely completely War, 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 Flash I completely and Arrow. <laughs> Neither of us even thought about black lighting. Like, funny
0: enough, it, I'm about to tell myself. Funny enough, I saw the black light in trailer a couple days ago, and I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> black liberation. <laughs> I scrolled right past because I'm like, I'm not watching season three. Like, who cares?
1: Oh my god. Pull it up right now. Pull it up right now. dude. We're failing as black people. People talk about how we're like pillars of the blurred community. Yeah, we don't give a fuck about black lighting. We haven't been caught up with, well, I haven't caught up with Cloak and Dagger yet. It's trash. We're trash.
0: Well, Cloak and Dagger, I'm still, I still saw the first, the eight
1: episodes of uh, season two. Seven finished.
0: I just haven't finished it yet, but yeah. Okay. Oh
1: man, and then he's like... It, it, oh okay alright maybe we're not trash uh, but pull it up first before I continue with this email because right. we're going to take a
0: quick 1 minute and 45 second pause <laughs> while we watch this Black Lightning trailer All right. look at us we are prisoners
1: I wanted to let you know that your parents will not be returning home tonight
0: All these soldiers arresting anybody they want. They don't care nothing about our community. Where's Black
1: Lightning? There is a clear and present Markovian threat. Consider this protective custody for your good and the greater good of the country. This country
2: is on the brink of war. All we got is us. It's way too dangerous.
1: And Anissa could be dead. She could be. Put Freeland on lockdown. You got them coming from all sides.
2: We'll be home soon, okay? People are saying Brett Lightning's dead.
1: It seems like he is. The truth is so rare. And so dangerous. How much worse does it have to get, Lynn? I'm gonna get out of here. Then I'm gonna
2: kill you with everything you care about. My patience is running thin. You wanna see me when I lose my patience.
1: I'd like to see that, just not now. <sighs> I don't know, I was pretty intrigued by that, right up to the point where Tobias Whale is still goddamn alive. How <laughs> is that possible?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the thing that got me out of season two. Like he's not that compelling a fucking villain. No. And so for you to keep... And I and I know part of it is really because they're doing a show about Black Lightning. Black Lightning hasn't really had that long of a run or huge of a lore in comics. So really, all you got is Tobias Well for the most part. Really, this
1: is the only major villain? That I know of. What the fuck? Because he hasn't really had like a long stint... So pull Batman and start stealing Batman, like, or pull Arrow and start stealing Batman villains and stuff. Yeah, but you already stole a bunch of Batman villains for Arrow. Like, who do you got left? Well, I don't mean Batman. I mean, like, anybody. Like, Just pull from, like, Flash villain.
0: I don't know. Somebody else's villains. Take
1: their villains. <laughs> well, Black Lightning's going to take out Godspeed? Like, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, that's how far behind we are. I didn't even know he got apparently found out as Black Lightning, got, like, put in prison and stuff like that. I know nothing. We know nothing, Johnson. <laughs> now it seems like Thunder and Lightning are like the main heroes in the show. And Black Lightning's kind of sidelined. Which
0: I'd be fine, because I mean, technically speaking, his daughter is may- way more powerful than he is. Yeah, both
1: of them. But still, a show called Black Lightning. <laughs> I mean, are you intrigued by that to watch to the next season? No. <laughs> Black <laughs> liberation. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> but... Also, but- and we're kind of vindicated. but I want
0: but I want it to be successful because mm, yes, as we said plenty of times before, it's the it's all we got. Black Lightning is the only black superhero show on any type of television streaming anything right now.
1: At the very least, I would like for him to be folded into the main continuity. So if anything,
0: least, even though I'm not watching it, I still want it to be successful. <laughs>
1: Uh, but Jay, Young J Jay Gene kind of vindicates us because his next sentence was, and this is why I didn't read it before we watched it, because it would deter us from watching it in the first place. He says, uh, da, 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 da. have you two seen the trailer for Black Lightning Season 3? It personally doesn't excite me. <laughs> uh, well, there I'm, you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting to hear you guys review Season 2. No pressure. Oh, I keep waiting on that. You guys didn't know the Area 51 raid was about a week ago in the 20th. It wasn't really a raid. They all just stood outside the gates with posters saying, we want to clap alien cheeks. That's all. I hope you guys have a good week. Stay, stay nerdy, my blurdy. P.S. I had a thought recently. At the end of season one of The Flash, Ethan instead of shooting himself in the chest to erase reverse Flash, could have just shot himself in the nuts. Instant vasectomy
0: yeah but, but as a man
1: would you want to live ever that <laughs> i'm pretty
0: sure that's very
1: painful as opposed to just an instant death yeah i think i would rather kill myself than <laughs> shoot myself in the bucket it's not like you're gonna get a precision shot with that you're gonna shoot your whole dick off like yeah.
0: <laughs> or maybe just go to the doctor and get a vasectomy like <laughs> why shoot yourself in the nuts
1: in that moment where flash is being killed he's just like hold on yeah, guys. hold on guys We're going to the doctor real quick
0: because it's time travel so it might be like you know, in that moment, it's gonna take a while. But in okay. terms of the span of time travel, okay.
1: Once <laughs> well, it for I-S2 reviews. So let's jump right into emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes. I wanna wail. First email comes from Jeb Gillis. Spooktober, bitches. Hello, me again. I originally was gonna just email about spooky season and some good movies to watch, but now I'm going to add something because vampires count as spooky, right? Spooky season, what? Spooky S-Z-N. Season. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, there we go. Spooky season. Uh, Michael, those cats in your mo- Wait, what? Those cats in your mentions were big dumb. What? What? First, that idea of old- Oh, he's talking about the, the vampire Oh, the thing. vampire thing, yeah. Firstly, that idea of old vamps eating Indo humans on Africa and shit would be fucking dope uh second vampires aren't exclusive to white cultures dracula is based on a romanian but blood-sucking beastie lore comes from central and southern america africa australia and most of asia so basically he's a fucking moron (laughs) Yup. anyways if you guys want some spooky flicks here's what i've been watching hereditary prime my favorite horror movie in the last 10 years great concept and perfect execution uh did you see that movie yet i have not I haven't seen that, but what I wanted to watch was that newer one they made, Midsummer. Yeah, Midsummer. Um, uh, Ari Aster killed it. V-Vitch. two Vs and itch. V-Vitch. Netflix. Kind of super slow, well made though. Same director as The Lighthouse with Bad and Son, which I hope you review. Battonson, I guess Robert Pattinson. Pattinson, yeah. Uh, the Ritual Netflix. Oh, I love this movie. Uh, there you go. He knows me too well. Might be right up Jordan's alley. Anything James Wan is a solid choice, Insidious is my personal fave. What is the ritual? Uh, I've, never, I've never seen Insidious either. You haven't seen Insidious? No. I like Insidious. Um, the Rituals. It's on Netflix. It's a it's a movie about a bunch of people that it's go about camping. A ritual. Yes. <laughs> a bunch of people go camping, and there ends up being a cult in the woods that praises this weird elder god thing, and it's like this weird deer monster thing. But it's pretty intriguing, and at the end when they reveal the monster, it's like, what the fuck is that? So it's a giant monster. It's not. It's big, but it's not giant. It's not like Godzilla or anything. It's more like um, think of like a souped-up version of the bear from Annihilation. Right, like the weird yeah. like cry thing. It's kind of like that, but like a dear god demon. Um, but I, I do recommend that. So that, so Jeff, you know me too well, bro. Uh, and of course, if you're looking for a scary intrap- introspective on humans being prey for bugs, might I suggest, god damn you, Hunter x Hunter's Chimera Ant Ark. <laughs> uh, someday I will watch that show. You want you you watch Hunter x Hunter? Just so I can be like, yeah, I get that reference. That like a million episodes? <laughs> Some, so many episodes. That's why I can't do Naruto. It's no One Piece or Naruto, but it's still a lot of episodes. Uh, anyway, happy haunts, one love, kill you a fan club. Thank you, Jep. That was awesome, bro. Uh, Oh, we got another email from our boy Jacob, speaking of him and his birthday. Uh, Not a lot. Hey guys, I don't have too much to say this week, so I'll keep it short. First off, happy birthday, Michael. I hope it was filled with love and excitement. Thank you. I had to work, but (laughs) I got love and excitement. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Uh, Also, Spider-Man is back in the MCU, which I'm, I'm sure we're talking about in the news. Yes, we are. Can you feel a brand new day? um super exciting news however do i think the new deal is kind of bs on disney part considering the success of the latest spider-man movie 25 percent box office on top of 100 percent merchandise seems like too much but i'm no businessman so uh, what do i know and lastly it has been exactly a year since my last co-hosting spot time really flies hopefully when my academia starts back up again i have more to talk about and you can (laughs) send more emails oh and can send more emails that's all for this week Thanks for everything, you guys. Until next time. Thank you, Jacob. And yeah, I know I keep saying it, but we really have to have some guests back on the podcast. I love talking to you, Michael, but I miss the other voices. Oh, fuck you. Well, I, I just said I like talking to you. Uh, fuck you, too. A segue a shade. <laughs> um, we got two more emails. One from John Irons. Spidey sticks the landing. What's up, guys? I hope to get this, uh, I hope I get this to you before you record. Now that Sony and Disney have kissed and made up, do you think all that drama was a shady negotiation in public, uh, negotiating in public? Uh, well, that was originally my speculation. I'm like, this is a negotiation tactic. Kind of put it out there for the fans to kind of like peer pressure Sony into caving. So maybe, but we'll talk about that more. Yeah, I was those. like, I'm saving my thoughts. Uh, also, I watched Men in Black International and agreed with your guys' review. It could have been halfway decent, but it's like every aspect just needed to cook more. Agreed. It got me thinking, though. You should revisit movies when they come out on Blu-ray and digital on demand. I don't mean review them again, but let people know when stuff comes out and what you thought about it. There's lots of films I wouldn't pay to see in the theater, and I wouldn't mind renting at home. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, just a thought. That's it, y'all. Thanks for making such a great show. Stay plus uh, uh, stay plus ultra blurty. That's different. Hashtag the remix. Irons Art, a.k.a. Captain Game Show. Thanks, John Irons. I'll take it. Yeah. And yeah, um, I often find that not in most, not in all cases, but in some cases, I find my opinion shifting slightly with time when it comes to these movies. So like my my first impression of a movie when we might review something, I might soften or harden later after I have time to like kind of digest it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, there. I was you trying know,
0: to think of an example, something recent. Wonder Woman. Yeah, something like that. Liked it more then you're like, eh, that third act. Yeah. Like that- that at first it was like, oh, this is fucking great. And yeah. it's like,
1: eh, ending now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it about love now all of a sudden? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, let's see. And our last email comes from Nana Duroa. Oh man, I hope I got that right. Nana Duroa. Big fan. Third African review. So we got a lot of fans in Africa, bro. Uh, hi, y'all. I gave an iTunes review, but I figured I should finally email it to show some love. I am happy to be the third African to leave a review. I am not Nigerian, though, and since Jordan has probably butchered my name, damn it, <laughs> I go by the preferred name Nana. But did I say that right? N-A-N-A? Don't look at me, I don't know. (laughs) You're
0: looking at the email, did he put a vernacular? No,
1: he didn't, he didn't phonetically spell it out or anything. Before I start, I will say my love to Jacob, wherever he is, you are loved, and I will keep you in my thoughts and prayers. I've been listening to this podcast for almost two years now, lol. Y'all put me through hard times in my undergrad degree in math. Jordan, I started following you on Instagram, and then followed the link to your podcast, and the first episode I listened to was episode 29. Oh, so you were in the podcast already. Uh, My favorite episode of this podcast was episode 81. 29. I don't remember, but his favorite episode was 81, where you reviewed Infinity War in Season 3, Episode 5, Slash 6 of My Hero Academia. There's just something about that episode that calms me down. Huh. I wish I remember that episode. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh What should I say about yeah, this podcast? 81? Yeah, 81. Yeah, Infinity
0: War, Venom trailer, My Hair Academia, Attack on Titan Season 3 trailer.
1: Mm, that was like everything news, was... News of the week. Everything was hitting that week. Uh, what should I say about this podcast? I love the content. Religiously look forward to it each week. Laugh my ass off all the time. My former boss always thought it was weird because I would be sitting by myself and just start laughing listening to y'all. Episode 29, Thor Ragnarok, Last,
0: The Last Jedi, and Fate of the Furious.
1: Oh, That was a good one. I think Jamie was on the podcast for that one, right? Thor Ragnarok? I think so
0: uh yeah jordan michael
1: and jamie review thor ragnarok last jedi and cloak and dagger trailers throwback uh i recommended it to a co-worker and she loved it few people in my life are interested in nerd culture unfortunately i can't get more people to get on board to increase your numbers that reminds me oh i remember this
0: episode what this is the episode we talk about the uh flash musical and how i was like it's not the buffy musical
1: oh i like the
0: flash musical <laughs> or parts of it anyway that last song i still love yeah, because we also talk about how much better the Buffy musical was compared to The Flash.
1: <laughs> Memories. Uh, let's see. few people in my life are interested in nerd culture. Unfortunately, I can't get more people on board for your creature numbers. That reminds me, I have been, uh, I have been giving a, a lot of thought, and I think I have some ideas on how you can actually make money with this podcast, Jordan. You need to put a link to your Patreon on your Instagram. You probably do. Um, I will end there. Uh, and I'll review more often now. Love, Nana. Thanks, Nana. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. If I'm not, please send a follow-up email and have it phonetically kind of spelled out for me. I've become infamous for butchering names, so... Nay-nay. Doing a nay-nay? It can't be right. <laughs> I was like, that could be his name, too. <laughs> Nay, nay The problem is when I hear N-A-N-A, I think Nana Shimura. No, no. Was that Springs at all? Yes. No. <laughs> I think of Nana Shimura from uh, My Hero. Na 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 nah, nah. I hate you. <laughs> That's not what I'm thinking. All right, all right. Classic. Na 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 I hate you. <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's get into some topics of the week before we get into news of the week. What do you want to start with, Demon Slayer or Doctor Stoon? Na 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 na. Choke you. <laughs> Just do it. Na na na. Uh, we could talk the Slayer of Demons. The Slayer of Demons, aka the setup for the movie. <laughs> did, you, did you see the trailer for the Demon Slayer movie? Yeah, it's at the end of the the episode. Oh, it was. Yeah, I cut it off then. I watched the trailer on YouTube. But yeah, let's talk about Demon Slayer episode
2: twenty six. <laughs> i
0: And I'm like, okay, is this the season finale? <laughs> I
1: think this is. They did it again with the theme song, right? Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's ending with the theme song and it seems to be setting then up the
0: other episode, end with a theme song, and then
1: do the credits. It and, did. It <laughs> did. But I think because it's setting up the movie, this makes and it's episode 26. That's usually the end of a season. So I think it's this is the end of this season, and it's setting up the movie that's coming out, um, which is interesting. Uh, I mean, my Demi kind did that too. But this almost seems like, it's not really a side story. It just seems like the next part of the story is going to be in movie form.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or are they just doing them? Because I'm like, is this canon? Because usually more times than not.
1: Movies aren't canon. Yeah,
0: these animated movies aren't canon. Even My Hero Academia, even though they're like, yeah, it's canon. It's not. They're never going to mention jack shit that ever happened in that movie. It's canon in my heart, though, because that fucking
1: double Detroit Smash is iconic as fuck. I I have the movie. Oh, you on Blu ray? Yeah, I have it on Blu ray. Oh my God, you watch it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, this episode, pretty uneventful for the most part. Um, and we get more glimpses into Michael Jackson demons. That, well, no, he's not Michael not, Jackson anymore. Yeah, <laughs> about, or is he? He went full Michael Jackson and became a, I guess what Michael Jackson wanted to do and became a woman. <laughs> yeah. That's what Michael Jackson was inching toward in life. So in this, I guess he finally did it. <laughs> straight up, like and that scene was so funny because it starts with like a who's this woman and then his the man's voice comes out of the woman's mouth and it's like what the <laughs> um but a pretty intense scene yeah she, he I don't even know what to call
0: like he she him. Well, I guess he still identifies as a man. just Uh, in a woman's
1: body. Is this trans representation? And that's why I was like, I don't know.
0: Is this a trans? But no, it's
1: not. I don't think. I don't know. (laughs) Not since Orochimaru or Naruto has there been a trans. uh, Because I'm like, Mystique.
0: uh, Mystique could turn into whatever, but she still identifies as, like, her.
1: Yeah. So I guess it's the same thing. I mean, they said it was shape shifting, so I guess he could change back, too. Is that, like, a permanent thing? It's just to hide his, his identity?
0: Yeah. So with him, like, I was like. This scene is fucking dark. Like, this is dark as fuck. Like, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah,
1: I like the fact that we finally
0: just... I, I feel like before With this... Uh this fucking
1: uh, nemesis fucking arm from, like, Resident Evil. That eats people. Yeah. That shit is fucking creepy. How powerful is he? Like, these were, like, the lower Kazuki or whatever, and he just killed them all. Instantly. Yeah. And was like, super... Not even just,
0: like, powerful <laughs> in terms of brute strength, but he was fast as fuck. They didn't even show him
1: move. No, I was like, they didn't how, even show did him he, move. Did he grab him? Like, he had to have because the guy ran. Yeah. So how did he grab him? And then the guy was like, "Was it the the other demon's like ability?" No, no. no he said didn't, he didn't. He didn't hear the
0: the the uh, sh- uh, guitar strings. So he's super op as
1: fuck. Because that means like all those other Kazuki are basically on the same level as the demon that they just fought, right? The the red demon, because he was a lower Kazuki too. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just Michael Jackson just disgusted with like, oh, you all fucking suck. The top, the top tier Kazuki. What can they do? Yeah, they never <laughs> were replaced, but the lower Kazuki die and get replaced all the time. So he's like, I'm tired of your fucking weakness. So I'm just gonna kill you all until I get to the last one, who apparently has like a boner for death. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he's a psycho. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for saving me for last. I, it's an honor to be killed by you. And He's
0: like, he's like yeah, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, I like the cut of your yeah. chops. <laughs> I wanted you to
1: suck my dick (laughs) or lick my clit (laughs) you know whatever it is under there but it's just so funny because he goes through the line of like the first person's like wait uh, we'll we'll try hard just give me time like no you're giving me orders i don't like that it's it's (laughs) It's like anything I
0: say no you misunderstood me how dare you (laughs) i misunderstood nothing
1: what are you trying to say i'm stupid (laughs) yeah it's like a boss that you just can't win an argument with it's like yo bro come so when that one dude was like, exactly
0: what they were doing, they're like, "No, come on, come
1: on, give me a, like, what do you <laughs> give me a break, bro." So when that last guy was like, "All right, give we, me a break," you told me what to do. Yeah, it's like you can't agree with them, you can't disagree with them. I was gonna run, fuck that shit. <laughs> Instantly grabbed. Him. I feel like it reminds me of, um, Cell, where like he had the tail that would like absorb people. Mm-hmm. It seems like he was basically eating them to recombine their blood and demonness with their his own body. I guess. I don't know. It's, it's makes, Maybe, it makes me itch. I don't know I don't, it reminds me of like Akira with like the body gooey. Like remember his Armageddon like freaky I, I looking? I've never
0: seen Akira. Wow, oh, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic anime, bro. Come on. Was it Dragon Ball Z?
1: No, it reminds <laughs> me of like like, like John Carpenter's the thing with the body changing bullshit, like the the body horror. I didn't see that either. Okay, well, you didn't see the thing. No. Oh my god. I know Ben Grimm. None of my my references work on you. Anyway, um, so we got a reintroduction to the villain and how powerful he is and how scary he really is. Such an asshole. But then on the flip side, I, I, I think about it, this is kind of like a cool uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man dynamic where they show the like the the hero and on the flip side they'll show the villain. So while we get more of an insight into the villain, we get uh, what makes Tanjiro such a good hero where him just speaking to some of the side characters like you can see he, he changes people just by being optimistic and positive yeah like the moment where the, the girl with the, the coin they going to make decisions by flipping the coin because now you've seen the last episode right it's
0: almost like a Goku-esque type of thing where it's like after interacting with Goku other people change and they want to become better and become
1: stronger and that even goes with villains yeah now that you've seen the last episode yeah, you know about the girl yeah the girl yeah, she's like Two Face. So how'd you feel when he did the coin flip to decide? Like, if you if it's heads, you're gonna listen to your heart from now on rather than this coin. And she's like, "What? I never thought about that." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, what if her
0: heart makes her do something stupid?" <laughs> <laughs> My heart is, says, "Kill everyone." She has no heart. Yeah. <laughs> but I still thought that was a I still thought that was a nice moment and also a leap forward for her character because more than likely we're gonna see her again. Like, yeah, I don't sure. think this is gonna be the end of it. Mm. It's gonna be uh, like I feel like this will be the last time we see her for a while, and then the next time we see her, she's like been fully embracing her 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 uh her intuition and following her own heart and now she like comes at like a final moment and helps him and like, see I'm I'm cured or whatever. <laughs> I'm better. Yeah. But I but yeah, I like that moment. It also goes to uh I don't think they're gonna fall in love, but it goes to the flashback where it says you're gonna meet a boy. Mm. And he's going to change you, more or less. You think that's his love interest? That's what I just said. I don't think they're going to fall in love. Um. But it still kind of falls in line with that. You're going to meet somebody, and they're going to make you change.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Which is a lie, guys. No, <laughs> <laughs> Don't go out and meet anybody that think you're going to either change them or that they're going to change you. <laughs> a lion cannot change its mane. Oh, man.
1: Love advice Michael. that's not the saying, but... <laughs> Pessimistic love advice for Michael. It's yeah, true. <laughs> um we got a little bit more development with the trainings. So they were all able all three main characters were able to blow into that giant Gordon break it. Um and we got another conversation with Tanjiro. You're not sucking dick training. <laughs> Reverse sucking dick training. Yeah. <laughs> and um we finally got the follow up conversation with Tanjiro and I feel like name? but I
0: feel like the other two progressed way faster
1: than he did. Yeah, I just kind of forgive it. Like, it's like off-screen training we didn't see, I guess. But the idea is he didn't motivate them to train up to that level. So, I do like that. So, I'm like, so is Zenetsu going to stop being a bitch? (laughs) No. Even by the end of this episode,
0: he was still a bitch. But not as much. So He didn't annoy me as much. No,
1: not as much. You're right. So, maybe he's going to calm down a little bit. Hopefully. In the same way, I feel like Inosuke is becoming, like, cuter. He's adorable. The whole thing with him thinking the train was a demon or whatever. Like, oh, it's, a giant, it's a demon monster. He was asleep right now, guys. Stay behind me. We're going to fight it yeah, together. He, he did. He,
0: he head-butted the damn thing. I like with Tanjiro, he's like,
1: Nosuke, yeah. wait!
0: What if it's a guardian
1: yeah. spirit? <laughs> like,
0: you think he's going to be like... I thought he was joking at first. Yeah. And like, wait, you've never seen a train? Like,
1: this is a train. <laughs> Country bumpkins. Yeah. Um, but we also saw the, com- the follow-up conversation that we didn't get to see yet between Tanjiro and... I forgot his name. The other demon slayer that... Uh, the Hashira that saved him in the beginning, that defended, uh, defended uh, Natsuko. It starts with a T. Natsuko? When you say it, when you he defended Nezuko. her. Nezuko? Nezuko? Why you keep saying <laughs> Natsuko? But yeah, Nezuko. starts with a T. Tome, Tome, do. I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the least liked Hashira. How about that? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like that. A little bit of like a thank you so much for helping me and just establish their like friendship slash mentor-mentee relationship, whatever they have. I'm still confused, but even Tanjiro is like, "Why is Nezuko sleeping so fucking much?"
0: Because <laughs> well, he even kind of brought it up. He's like, "I don't I'm, like you. Don't even wake up, not even a little bit."
1: Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, they kind of just alludes that the way that she did, prevents herself from eating people, right? Yeah, but she's been asleep for like... How long has he been training? <laughs> she, exactly.
0: It had to have been a couple months, What, right?
1: Yeah, you gotta let her come out dramatically when it's like the chips are down. That's that's the only way it works. Uh, I'm gonna save you at the last minute all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Plot device. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I guess for this episode is mostly the the villain stuff and just getting reacquainted with the heroes. Because I really enjoyed the end with Inosuke, Zanetsu, and uh, Tanjiro with that train scene. Even when uh, Inosuke hid the... Like, we gotta hide our swords because apparently the police... Like, the, the demon slayers aren't, like, an authority figure in this world, which I thought they were. Yeah. But apparently there there is, like, a government and a police that don't really acknowledge that the demons even exist. So they have to hide their swords. Yeah, which is
0: weird because now it brings up a whole bunch of other questions. Because, like, it's not like the demons have been that clandestine in their attacks. They're pretty, yeah. Out they're there. pretty out there in the open. They so. leave bodies everywhere. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> so I'm like, so how does this not, like, how does this work? There's, There's like a, this weird division between the country world, like the the outskirts. Yeah, of like maybe the they don't city. attack cities. I don't know. Maybe they only go to like rural Japan. Yeah, but like they beat where they have to hide their swords and Nosuke puts it like behind him, but like he's he's not wearing a shirt. Yeah, he's not wearing. So, so it's like it's a like clear as day. He's like, we can still see your swords, bro. <laughs> I don't know I like a no a lot. He's my favorite. Yeah, I like him too. Um but yeah, but other than that, um it was an okay episode. For for a season finale, I felt like it was it kind of ended kind of meh. Like it didn't really end strong, but I feel like it was only because it was just setting up the movie. Well, I think it
0: ended strong in the sense that you cuz my whole thing was like you never really got to see what uh Michael Jackson, Mazan whatever the fuck his name is, you never really got to see what he's capable of, and even the even even in this episode, I still feel like you only saw a small fraction yes, of what he's capable of, and even that was like holy, like what can they do? Like I haven't seen anything that even the Hish does. Even granted, you haven't really seen that much from them, but even the little bit that you did see them do, like you haven't seen anything that that can can
1: basically justify determine. How they can take this guy out? Yeah, especially when he seems so OP that he can just like stab you with his blood and you die instantly. Like, what the fuck is that? That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> like what the hell. So, I, I think in that sense it ended strong because it, it basically solidified the threat. Mm. Mm. Okay, I agree with that. I was looking for like a. I feel like the real climax, like in terms of like the big payoff moment, was still episode nineteen. But I see what you're saying. That's a good point. Um. So, would you rate this episode? And for those who no, know. Our ranges system is here on Blurred Vision. I will drop it here.
2: We here at Blurred Vision have a
0: very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable.
1: High more than passable. Fun. Oh. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cashavon. <catch> <laughs> what are you saying? High more than passable. Um, yeah, I agree. I was in between like a more than passable or high more than passable. So I'll, I'll co-sign that high more than passable. Um, And on that note.
0: You wanna get Doctor Stone? So I'm I'm guessing like what? We gotta wait for like a year for season two?
1: <laughs> Probably. But when's the movie coming out? I assume the fall? I, mean, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Well, while well, Michael's looking it up, let's shift gears and let's get into Doctor Stone, episode 13. So cute! So hot steps,
2: <laughs>
0: get guy i
1: Which was the beginning of the uh, the tournament, finally, that we've been building toward for the last couple of episodes. It actually happened sooner than I thought it would. I thought they would have already come up with a cure for that uh, priestess girl before they actually got into the tournament. Yeah, I
0: thought so, too. But, I,
1: I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah.
0: Because if they came up with a cure, they won't really need to participate in the tournament.
1: True. True facts. <laughs> um, I don't see a release date. Oh, you want to see a release date? But, I mean, this episode... I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. Perfect vision. Yes. Okay. You took the words out of my mouth. When we get to that part with the melon and it falls on what's this, my man's head, I was like, "Who's
0: just gonna fall? Super fucking Super Saiyan!" Bro, like, so I, I was that
1: pose that he had.
0: Explosion behind yeah, him. It was, was so like, Power Rangers. It was. I was like, but I, I was I was for I was
1: down for all of it. I was getting hyped. I did. Oh my god! I, I was. I cried. I shed tears about. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, he like had no right being that epic for being. A- Although part of me was like,
0: but wait, I thought she was nearsighted and he was far sighted. That's not how glasses work. Shut up, shut <laughs> up,
1: shut up. <laughs> I don't need your logic. I just know that that moment was fucking. Me- is again, Doctor Stone is the epitome of elevation over execution every single time. Because on paper, the melon girl just throwing her melon onto that dude's head and him being like, oh, I can see now. Now I can fight. It should not have been that epic, but the way they did it, <laughs> the way she threw it, the way the thing like flipped into his head, the way he turned around, the explosion happened. And he, like, they're like, "What is this? Who is this creep? Like, what is, what is, yeah. this, what is he doing? It's so out of character for him." <laughs> ruse <Roos> a ruse, <roos. laughs> and the moment where he, it's like he becomes ultra instinct Goku is able to see through the guy's. Yeah, moves. he was dodging. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
0: "What is?" This? The power of science. Yeah, no, I can't find a release date. And that
1: was it too. It was like the, when they made. It, it was like these are the eyes of science. <laughs> like if I had the eyes of science years ago, I would have surpassed surpass you. Long ago. Yeah, I was fucking dying. I'm glad we had the same reaction because like it went from me going like, okay, this is it's this is pretty cool too. Oh, oh,
2: it's amazing. <laughs>
0: But not even just that, but then, like, even in the beginning, like, I-, I enjoy even the beginning, like, when they were trying to plot and come up with a way to uh rig the uh tournament. Yeah,
1: and was like a fucking Sanku, snake. Yeah, both of
0: them turning into snakes, and they're, like, licking on Kinro. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 and she's like, but but surely you, King, I forgot her name with the K, the, uh, the badass chick. Like, but surely you, you're not for cheating, right? And she's like... Well. <laughs> like what? <laughs> or even like just the weird, like this
0: for this show to be so strictly about science. This fucking little girl defying the laws of physics, yeah, like how it. she was tied up on that tree. What did yeah, she we, do? We, she did a full fucking Wonder Woman turn and broke. Like I was like, what the fuck? How? how? how you're a sorceress
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what i said i was like this bitch is a witch <laughs> yeah. like, and they keep doing it where she can just roll over fat like over far distance really quickly
0: yeah even when she
1: threw the the melon
0: head on him she did a little twirl like sonic she like, she, like bounced <laughs> off the stairs and like threw it i was like how how does this work how like, does any is it, of this work it's
1: like sonic where she like do this <laughs>
0: That's, that's essentially what she did. That's
1: fucking ridiculous. That's,
0: she's like, I'm going to really apply myself. Like, I'm, You're going to see what I can do. And I'm like, What? Uh,
1: <laughs> somebody test her for, like, she's the real sorceress. And no one talks about it. So no. I like, I don't understand. But yeah, even the moment before, there's a lot of great county beats this episode because even the moment. Before the tournament started, and she was praying, like, just don't let uh, the, the rules are rules guy fight the main villain in the first bracket. Yeah, and then they, like, did a build up. Like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> first round,
0: Kenro the Magma.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, like, oh,
1: that's the opposite of what I prayed for. I was, Even fucking, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I fucking love this episode. Yeah, um, I really hope they don't reverse the next episode with like him still losing, because that was the whole thing. Like That was the whole but point I gonna say,
0: But I was going to say, but because if, if, if he does win, I'm like, but then where do you kind of go from here? Because then it's like the he's antagonist is already defeated. Yeah, but so then win. what?
1: I don't need to see like, the other B-listers try and fight him too. Like, I like the fact that I feel like he deserved the win out of all the other characters. It was all building up to him fighting him in the first place. And the fact that how, how they did it I don't want to see that reverse. I love how he fucking did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. true. That, that, when that helmet came down, he did the turnaround, the explosion. I was, uh, as a Power Ranger fan, I was done. I was like, oh, this is the best thing
0: ever. Yeah. Or uh, even uh, in the beginning where they were come, where they were trying to make the uh, the antibiotic. Oh, yeah. And like, all the like, acid. And so he's like, and then uh, what's her face?
1: Like, you're going to have her my reaction, sister drink
0: that? Yeah, her reaction. Like, how they did the animation to make her seem like giant. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, when they did ammonia with the pee. (laughs) let's go get let's go get some ammonia. ammonia. Uh. (laughs) You're gonna make my sister drink that?
1: No, no.
0: the comedy in this episode was like it's other moments too. Like, uh, yeah, we gotta hit him in his weak spot. What do you mean? His wee wee. (laughs) Uh, And then she's like, oh yeah, it wouldn't make sense to hit him in his testicle. I'm like, wait, no.
1: The rules are rules. The guy was not having it. He was like, what? This is, n- this is not honorable at all. But it's just the fact that Krona or Chrome. His name is in Chrome, right? Chrome, yeah. Like the way he was like attacking the target over and over again. It was like it was steaming from like how many times he was hitting it. Uh-huh. And then the reveal that was like, yeah, i his dick like that over and over again.
2: <laughs> I was like, what?
1: <laughs> hey, man. Do what you got to do to win.
0: Like, I'm not even yeah, mad. There's, there's no rules for this. It's yeah. like a no holds bar WWE match. Mm.
1: Yeah, perfect vision. I, I love this episode. And I can't wait for the next week's episode. I really hope that they don't reverse that that win. I just, I fucking love this so much. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, this might have been my favorite episode of the entire series so far. Yeah, me too. And then also,
0: like, it opened the door for way more questions because now, speaking of witches and shit, this Ruri chick, like, who is she? Yeah, how does she know about... She knows about last names and she might know who Senku is, but how... Like, is there magic in this world? Are we gonna get into like? I mean, there has to be. Like, how did the fuck? How the fuck did you get in a world where everybody turned to stone, but sparrows? I
1: mean, humans and sparrows, but everybody else didn't turn to stone. But what? A, what a weird magical caveat that only sparrows don't turn into stone too. I don't know. I mean, only sparrows turn to stones too. It's weird. Or maybe she's from
0: his time. And that's why she's the actual priestess of the world. But then I don't know. That wouldn't make sense. Because you have old people in this world too, and they grew up in this world.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that maybe it was because they did allude that there must have been somebody that was alive at some point in the village that came from the modern world, hence why they have like some technology.
0: Yeah. So they had to. So what I surmise is basically the way this village came about, because obviously it had to have been more than one person, because how do you procreate? Yeah. Either. Two people or a group of people uh, came alive maybe hundreds of years ago, a hundred years ago, long before Senku woke up yeah. and they created this village with uh, uh, that's my father.
1: Tell him what Dr. Stone's on. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so they, they came alive and uh, basically with the knowledge that they had from their, their original world and just created this new village and new civilization
1: why is he calling me again? <laughs> he does like, bro, I'm trying to get in this review about Dr. Stone, dude. <laughs> I just,
0: and I sent him a text saying, I'm podcasting. Mm-mm-mm.
1: He's he's your dad. He doesn't know what that means. <laughs> what were you saying? I don't remember. Wow. <laughs> wow. Something about the, the, the somebody being alive in the village beforehand, and that's the reason why the village exists, procreating. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I agree with that, but it doesn't explain why she would know his last name specifically. Because she started to say it, and he looks up, like, do we even know Singu's last name? No. Yeah, so when she started saying Ishii, and his face was like, what? It's like, a, oh, shit, is that your last name? So how would she know that? That's too specific. Like, even if she knew the concept of last name from somebody that passed that concept down, how would she know exactly what his last name was? That's why I'm like...
0: Cause even then she was just like I feel like I've seen you or I know you or whatever. So I don't know maybe he has a sister or something and she woke up and he's a de- she's a descendant of him and they have pictures. I don't know. I just have more questions. Yeah.
1: But all questions I can't wait to get answered. And so
0: does Senku because he even said I have more I have more questions now. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Interesting to see where that goes. But yeah, perfect vision. Love this episode. You want to just jump right into? Uh, I don't know if you have anything else to say about the episode. No. Yeah. Okay. So let's just jump right into news of the week then. We're making a good time. Uh, all right. Maybe it'll be a short episode. Maybe. <laughs> Eight hours later. But yeah, news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's no, not Tony no, Stark. They gonna just, gonna say they say just they don't want, want their, their go characters, quote-unquote, unquote, unquote, I would call, call you a, a nigga,
0: but <laughs> you better not. If he says that shit to you, get that his on Instagram. I don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white.
1: What's going down? Michael News.
0: Ah, so let's talk Kingsman trailer. The Kingsman. This will not be a war of heroes.
2: Which is all to say, this is going to be fun. (laughs) The world burns. You have no idea of what men are capable of. We must do something. I know you want to fight. But there are other ways of doing your duty. You're going to need a suit. (laughs) Come on. We are the first independent intelligence agency. Preserving peace and protecting life. Welcome to the club. Generals gathered in their
0: masses. <laughs> just like witches at Black Masses.
2: While governments wait for orders, our people take action. Evil minds at blood destruction. Now it's time to show the world. Sorcerer of death construction. Oh. Mighty you are.
1: uh What'd you think of The Kingsman? I think the trailer is a, like, or the premise is a lie. It's not the origin of The Kingsman because the, the main character is introduced to The Kingsman that already exists. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically the same movie. It just takes place in the past. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just started. Maybe that's why. But still, it's not a true origin because he's not part of the true but origin. am like, did they just start? Because I'm like, the, the, the shop's still there fucking facts yeah they have a whole like cover for their organization yeah another thing i noticed why is it always black guys training the white guys in these movies robin hood
0: yeah uh, I, I can't i'm trying to think of another one it's, the but matrix. Is all, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the matrix
1: i mean it tends to happen a lot why
0: because black people can't be
1: the leads <laughs> <laughs> but we can train the leads yeah um but from what i've seen the trailer it, it I'm interested in this more so than I was interested in Kingsman 2 just because I feel like Kingsman 2, by the time they got to the sequel, it became too cartoony. This is like just bringing it back to at least some of the serious tone of Kingsman 1. Because Kingsman 1 was a parody of, of the Mission Impossible, not Mission Impossible, of like the James Bond type of movies.
0: But they still took it, I mean, they, it had have, silly they, moments. Still, they still had the church scene, but they, for the most part, they still took it somewhat seriously. Yeah. But I feel like Kingsman Two was just like, a cartoon. yeah, a straight up cartoon.
1: Yeah, Not I didn't enjoy it as much. Same. I like the comedic elements, but I don't want the whole thing to be like a just a straight up comedy. When you got to stick your fingers in chicks' pussy for tracking her, it's, yeah, you know, so stupid. I I don't know how Boy, they somehow you don't, you don't do that in your real life. No, <laughs> they they just skirted past the like the hashtag MeToo movement and politi- political correctness. Because like if that happened in the movie right now. You best believe it would have been a fucking, like... I'm sure there was a slight controversy back then, too, but it would have been so much worse now. Yeah, Just sticking your fingers in a girl's pussy to track her. What the fuck kind of contrivance is that? <laughs> <laughs> that made no sense. But the trailer
0: looked interesting enough. I am I think I'm more excited to watch it than I was beforehand.
1: Yeah. In fact, there's still Matthew Bond directing. It still has his visual style. Because
0: before, when I was like, oh, it's not Taron Egerton, I have no interest in this movie. And now I'm like... All right, you kind of, kind of, you know, just a little bit. Yeah. You you intrigued me. You
1: piqued my interest. Agreed. A tiny bit. (laughs) You had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. All right, Michael's touching his titties. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) I need
0: an adult. (laughs) Are you, though? You seem very comfortable.
1: Oh, this just
0: came out. Pause. What's up? Birds of Prey trailer released. Oh,
1: this just came out? Yes. Okay.
0: Breaking news! 1212.
2: 12. You know what a harlequin is? A harlequin's role is to serve. It's nothing without a master. No one gives
0: two shits who we are beyond that. The Joker and I broke up. I wanted a fresh start. But it turns out I wasn't the only Damon gotham looking for emancipation.
2: Spectacular news. Miss Quinn, she belongs to me. Who are you guys?
1: It's just like the sleepover. <gasps> we should order pizza. Because we'll okay. I'm the
2: one they should be
0: scared of. <gasps> Not you. Not Mr. J. Because I'm Harley freaking Quinn.
2: <laughs> Woo! Who's having a good time? Get ready, lady.
1: You never call a woman a chick. I'll accept broad lady woman, but on occasion, bitch. Bitch, what are you
2: talking
0: about for me, William? Well, we just saw
1: Birds of Prey trailer. So, yeah,
0: we just watched the Birds of Prey trailer.
1: <laughs> are you excited? I'm, I'll go first. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's called Birds of Prey.
1: Yeah, and the
0: Fantabulous Emancipation Proclamation of the aforementioned salutatorian Harley Quinn. <laughs> Is that the real title? No. (laughs) It's pretty close, though. It's pretty close. But I'm like, okay. But I'm like, A, it seems more like a Harley Quinn movie
1: yeah we didn't really see yeah
0: I didn't see birds of I didn't see the birds of prey
1: I saw Harley Quinn and I can't tell who's who based on just what the characters look like yeah they didn't really introduce Black Canary, Black Canary or uh who's the other one Huntress yeah
0: they didn't really introduce your Black Canary you know how they do this yeah. is Black Canary this is Huntress
1: yeah They didn't do any. They they didn't even mention them. They don't look anything like the the comic counterparts.
0: No, they're not wearing the comic book character costumes or anything like that. Same with Black Mask. You just saw Ewan McGregor.
1: Oh yeah, we need to talk about that too. But yeah,
0: (laughs) and not only that. Like, she's putting on the Tara Strong voice. Like,
1: she didn't sound anything like that in Suicide Squad. I feel like there were moments where she sounded like that. But I feel like maybe she had, like, a vocal coach since then. And now she's, like, she's learned how to get it down. Where Like, every line now is like that. Mr. J. Yeah. I'm like, all right. It sounds forced. It it does. Yeah. uh, So, did you like it? I'm curious. I'm curious. But here's my thing. Who the fuck wanted a Suicide Squad spinoff movie like this? <laughs> like uh, she did. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, Marga, she did. Margot Robbie did. <laughs> but like, it's just—I—I I thought we were getting past this in the DC. I don't have a problem the with them movies.
0: doing a. I don't have a problem with them doing a Birds of Prey movie. But give me a Birds of Prey movie, not mm, Harley not, Quinn and the Fantabulous. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Gotham City is my lover and I want to fuck myself Mr. J and I over Leave Me Alone movie. It feels
1: more like Suicide Squad 1.5 you know what yeah. I mean that's that's my issue with it It's it. I, I didn't mind the idea of Suicide, Suicide Squad's vibe when we first saw it but now that I have seen it I didn't really like it that much like I it's the stylistic nature of it I, I feel like it was too much and to see that kind of carry over into this movie I'm just like I don't know if I I want that in another movie. Especially now one just about Holly Quinn. Not excited about it. And then when you get into things like Black Mask, I'm like, I know Ewan McGregor's a great actor, but like, again, just like with Black Canary and Huntress, he isn't anything like Black Mask. Was he even wearing a Black Mask at all in this trailer? No. And the fact that they, and I don't think we ever talked about this, that he's going to be overtly gay. Like, so instead of being an Italian stereotype, they're going to make him like a gay stereotype? Is that what we're understanding? A gay Italian stereotype. <laughs> is he gay? Is he still Italian? <laughs> 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 Couldn't tell from the trailer. I know nothing. Oh. Uh, I just... I don't know. I, I i just feel like this is more of the DCEU I didn't like. And I feel like with the last... Like Aquaman, Shazam, we we're moving away from this. But to pull us back to it, to shackle us back and down to like Jared like, Joker, it's like, no! Well,
0: then, then I'm also like, so... But... How, are we just are we done with shared universes in terms of DC because I'm like how does this connect with Batson? It doesn't. We're still with Jared Leto Joker in this. Yeah, but I'm like they could do it like a soft retcon. Maybe. Cuz they haven't introduced it. they they haven't uh talked about a Joker in the Bat in the Batman movies. So yeah. is it still Jared Leto Joker or are they going to retcon say like a uh Terrence Howard? No, Jared Leto was never the
1: Joker. <laughs> this guy was the Joker. Maybe. I doubt it. I think they're just going to try Because they dis- also
0: said the Joker is has nothing to do with the Matt Reeves movies. Yeah. It's its own separate universe.
1: I feel like they're going to distance themselves from Jared Leto's Joker as much as possible because I, I know he's supposed to be in this movie but I don't think it's actually Jared Leto. I think it's somebody that's kind of like what they did with the Henry Cavill Superman. They're going to have him in the movie but they're not going to show his face. They're just going to show him probably like throwing uh, Harley's stuff out in the door or whatever. But... <laughs> I just don't want it. <laughs> I just don't. I don't like the vibe. I don't like how non-comic booky it looks. I don't like that we're we're making Harley Quinn. Well, she does. She's the only. Yeah, like, she does? Nothing and, else is. And then is.
0: a lot of things that are surrounding her looks comic booky. The fact that she's throwing grenades, her weapons,
1: the fact that they gave her the hyenas. Yes, yes. But I mean, everything else—the supporting cast, the villain—none of it reminds me of the comic books. And like I just it. Just it just it just smacks me of Suicide Squad. I don't want that again.
0: Come <laughs> together.
1: Oh god. <laughs> this movie has a bunch of random ass fucking pop songs. I'm gonna kill somebody. <laughs> but yeah, not really excited for it. Uh, but I wish I was. But I'm still gonna. Obviously, I'm still gonna see it. And I hope it's good. But yeah, we could come back and be like, you know what? That was fucking great. Yeah, doubt <laughs> but it. But I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but hopefully, Joker is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me. It's something else I gotta bring up for the news. What? And you'll find out when I fucking bring it up. <laughs> okay, damn. <laughs> well, what's our next trailer? Uh, I don't know because I'm doing, I'm looking up something. <laughs> not Black Lightning. <laughs> no, not Black Lightning, but. Next trailer is, uh go through this real quick because I don't know what the fuck they were saying, but Seven Deadly Sins Season 3 released an official trailer. How can we talk about this?
1: We have no idea what's happening in that trailer. You could talk about the pretty colors. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Michael that to me, Seven Deadly Sins is just Escanor and his friends the show because I, I really just care about Escanor. He's my favorite character in that anime by far. So I can't wait to see some iconic Escanor movements in this season. I've, I've been spoiled, but in a fucking good way, because of what I've seen with some of the fights that he has, especially with like Meliodas, look fucking epic. So I can't wait to see the anime actually ad- adapt that. But yeah, I mean, more stuff with demons versus the Seven Deadly Sins and uh, Meliodas' girl being an angel reincarnated and yada, yada, yada. Oh. Yeah, that's that's basically it. We don't know what the fuck is happening, so I can't talk about anything else. I <laughs> just, speak fluent Japanese. Just a couple of like the scenes just was like, "Oh, okay, so she's we're getting into her. She's got angel wings." So I'm like, "Okay, so she's becoming like she's showing her true angel origins or whatever, I guess." Angel and a demon. Yeah, but I, I know nothing else. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All I can tell you is that there's going to be some fucking dope escanor shit this season.
0: Uh next trailer speaking of dope stuff it's not gonna be in this season but uh season six of the flash released an official trailer
1: i saw billions of possible futures billions of deaths we've got to stop you from vanishing so what do we do first welcome to a world where anything can and probably will happen we can still change the future
0: welcome to earth one <laughs> oh great another angry one I have to prepare the
1: team for this crisis.
0: And Jordan is excited. He's gonna watch. I'm going
1: uh, maybe. You better watch, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> There's no getting out of this. Arrow and Flash are all about the crisis. It's like it's like a required so watching. Is, so is Black Lightning. You're not watching that, <laughs> is it? They didn't <laughs> even mention the crisis. Did they?
0: He's, he's gonna, but he's gonna be in the crisis.
1: Yeah, but it seems more. So like- the
0: Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but we don't watch those. though. <laughs> so is Supergirl. Yeah, we don't watch those. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, this trailer we didn't get much more new information. But it seems just like with Arrow, he's he's seeing millions of possible futures or whatever. That's they're out for him not dying. <laughs> you know, that's all that is. Yeah, I'm I'm almost a hundred percent certain only Arrow will die, and Flash at most will be trapped in the Speed Force for an episode. Yeah, one episode. <laughs> yeah, literally one. He'll come back right after the the crossover. Yeah. But Wally, take over as the Flash. Nope. Not even yeah, gonna, I, nope. <laughs> it's gonna be either Jesse Quick or Jay Garrick. Wally's gonna be nowhere to be found. I'll even be surprised. Where's is, where is Wally? Uh, meditating or some yeah, shit. I don't meditating. know. <laughs> showing his dick on Instagram. Uh, he does that a lot. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even be surprised when he comes back, if he does anything as Kid Flash. I and bet you'll just be Wally. Yeah. I bet you bet you it'll be some bullshit with him and Joe maybe he'll put on a suit for a second but it won't be anything substantial I don't want that to be the case but it will be <laughs> trash I've, I've given up like uh, I'm sorry
0: Kenyan. And he needs to go back to his love Simon hair
1: what's his hair like now uh, I think it's short I, I <laughs> while, I was, while I was working on cosplay for Unworthy his song came on the playlist I was listening to on YouTube and I was like, "This sounds like Wally West. Oh shit, it's Kingin'. It was that one where he's like uh, a bunch of different versions of himself. I think it's a song you played. Oh, this is his hair now. I don't mind that.
0: I like his hair longer. Yeah, I don't mind this, but I like his Love Simon hair better. Oh. You don't remember what that looks like? I don't.
1: <laughs> what was the new song that he came out with? Like, Shut the fuck up. I don't know. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I thought you were a fan of his singing. I
0: said he can sing. That doesn't mean I'm like buying his albums. I thought <laughs> you did music. buy a song. I bought one. Yeah, I bought one song of his. What was the song called? If you want to kiss the boy something right now.
1: Oh, no, I don't know. I want to kiss boys. <laughs> I can relate to that. I also like to kiss boys. Um, Let me see. Was it kiss the boy? No, it wasn't kiss the boy. If You're saying it's new. You don't know what I'm talking about? He's like, uh, f- shut up! This is a lot of Simon hair. Oh, his peak Wally West hair. Yeah. That's like his best version of his Wally West hair. Was it Rainbow Dragon? It might have been Rainbow Dragon. I think it was Rainbow Dragon. Yeah, it's Rainbow Dragon. This came on. Oh, that, this is what pissed me off. I heard this part. Oh, we talking about I could quit the Flash if I want to or whatever. Boy, he's like, I wasn't you on that show or whatever. I'm like, bitch.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: In a dash. asshole. (laughs) Whoa! <laughs> all right, this is, this is not safe for work for uh, podcasting. Don't you eat ass? I mean, yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> toss all them salads. Well,
0: I no, don't. There's no segue for that. <laughs> speaking of tossing salads. speaking of tossing salads, let's toss the salad of arrows final trailer. I don't know. <laughs> the only way that this is bearable for me is if I am certain.
2: My sacrifice, my death, will protect the people I love. There is a crisis coming.
0: We're facing the destruction of pretty much everything.
1: Good luck.
2: Nice of you to show up.
1: This is the night that we have been waiting for. This city... will be ours.
2: Less talking,
0: more fighting. Indiana Jones made this look way more fun. History is repeating itself.
2: Oliver? I'm... uh...
1: Um, Sacrifice is the trailer I like the other trailer Better than this one Cause it gave me more Like Nostalgia feels But I do like that It feels like they're They are Wrapping things up with Bringing Tommy back or a moment With his mom at the end There's Thea Thea Deathstroke uh, I guess a new Deathstroke Um I don't know Which I don't I, know how I feel about that A new Deathstroke Yeah Well in the Bring flash In the flash Yeah I agree with that But in the flash forwards There was that Other Deathstroke stroke. Maybe that's what they're alluding to. I don't know. I just hope this season ends strong. I hope they just write it tight. I hope they're able to have a proper amount of fan service to please long-term fans. I hope the writing is actually, like, good. I just don't want the last season to suck. And I don't want it just for myself. I also want it for Arrow. Because I feel like Arrow deserves it. There were some really great seasons in Arrow. One, two, uh, half of three, five. (laughs) and that's it but yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's more than two though yes so I but I think overall like I, I you know I like Stephen Amell I want his show to end strong and he again we talked about this before but Arrow is what brought in like the second wave of superhero shows yeah so I think it deserves it uh, I mean you hate the show so did the trailer do anything for you
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess that's a no
0: well yeah, but a trailer that did do something for me is the trailer for The Last of Us 2.
1: Look who decided to join us. All right, you all know the drill. Run your routes, lock your log books. You run into anything you can't handle.
2: <laughs> Ellie!
0: Game that Georgia's Never gonna play
1: I ain't gonna play Motherfucker I, did, I played the first one
0: yeah, Alright <laughs> You uh, didn't remember The end of the first one <laughs> I can Google it Oh my god <laughs> Which comes out In February I forgot February something Of 20, next year But uh 2-5 It follows Ellie Five years February 21st mm. Follows Ellie Isn't it? Wasn't that the release date Of Black Panther it's
1: I don't February remember February 21st Yeah I don't remember I just remember February
0: Yeah But anyway, it follows Ellie five years later in this post-apocalyptic world where Poison Ivy took over the world. (laughs) And basically, from what I can gather from the trailer, it looks like her girlfriend gets murdered. And so Ellie now goes on the fucking Dark Willow-style revenge quest to take out the people that killed her girlfriend. Yeah. And so, yeah, like the graphics... For this oh, game. Amazing. I, fucking great. I was watching it with you and I was like, wait, what part is the cutscene? Which part is the gameplay? <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely excited to pick back up. I, I'll have to go back and play Last of Us Part 1. I think they have a remastered version for PlayStation 4. Oh, Because really? I'm like, I don't remember... Jack shit about like there's so many games that came out between because it came out on PlayStation 3. Like, you know how long ago that was? Like, one of the last games to come out for PS3. Uh, So long ago that I played it. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, so much shit. I've played so many properties IP since then. Like, I don't fucking remember that. But that ending was iconic. I played a lot of iconic endings. Oh, all right. Excuse me. Like, God of War 4, that ending was iconic too. And I don't remember that either. (laughs) How how was it iconic? You don't remember it then? (laughs)
1: but yeah i'm excited for that i think it looks awesome and i'm I'm like in a world where they're doing a castlevania movie or not castlevania um a witcher movie or a witcher show why not the last
0: yeah why not the last of us or not even a show a movie like a movie yeah it's ripe for it would you rather a show or a movie
1: i mean i think i would always rather a show for something that tells a long-form story but i think it could work as a movie because it's basically a zombie movie but with a, with a more interesting version of zombies that we haven't seen in the movies yeah like I said they're poison ivy zombies yeah fungus this makes me itchy to my see them it's fucking gross <laughs> ugh or even Dead Space what the fuck like why isn't there a Dead Space movie
0: yeah anyway <laughs> well speaking of games that should be movies so also there was another trailer that dropped for uh, Star Wars The Fallen Order who are you people
2: okay shut that thing off and Grab some seat. I know you don't trust me.
1: But we have a common enemy. And a common cause.
2: He's searching for something. Something very precious to the Empire. We're done hiding, Cal.
1: Are you with us? We're in.
2: All right, where are we going next? We'll from the empire not from the dark side not from me
0: for uh playstation and xbox it's more it's just show more of the uh story and the mission and mm-hmm.
1: more gameplay and honestly more excited for that than I am for Skywalker, The Rise of yeah. Skywalker,
0: and it go and it, I'm gonna get into this later on, but it it goes to the point that I'm I've made plenty of times before. It's like, why is it that, like for this type of game, like this should have been a movie, yeah, like Fuck Solo, <laughs> this like they when they first announced that they were gonna do like episodes. And then they were going to do side movies. I thought side movies were going to be like stories like this. Yeah. Not telling me a story about Han Solo, which I don't need. Not going to Rogue One, which is like, how did they get the Death Star play? I don't care. Yeah. Or what What was the other side movie that they did? Yeah. I think those were the how only was it? two. Only yeah. Rogue One and Solo. But either way, I'm like, this would have been a great story to tell for, like... Because side- Rogue
1: One's not really a side story. It's like a prequel to... Yeah, it's a prequel to A New Hope. Yeah, which we already have prequels to A New Hope. <laughs> but something like this, just replace that whatever that Sith is in the game with Darth Vader. Done. That's all I needed. <laughs> you can still have the Rogue One Darth Vader scene, but in this movie instead. And it'll be fucking amazing. Maybe that's how this, this character... Because he's got to die. These, these Jedi aren't around in the movies. so Maybe like, he just he is in hiding. Yeah, he's in hiding. Like Mace Windu supposedly is. That's bullshit. They say
0: he Mace Windu's still alive, but it's like, where the fuck has he been? At, just imagine. All these years. But just
1: imagine how powerful it'd be if this was a movie and we're following this young Padawan who becomes a Jedi without a master because you know all the other Jedi have been killed. And the movie, and he does something to help the rebellion kind of get to the next level, but then he dies by Darth Vader's hands at the end. That'd be an epic and amazing ending to that movie. And you would care because like, fuck Darth Vader, shit. Yeah. But nope. Not fuck that. And it's like have have him kill random like uh, resistance members or rebel rebel people in Rogue One. It's not the same. It's cool, but you would really feel like Darth Vader is the menace in this world when he kills what you feel like is a main character of its own side movie. Yeah. I fact, like that's a big chunk of the mythos we're missing in the movies. Darth Vader hunted down Jedi yeah he
0: did hunt down Jedi most of that we got in the comics yeah but not the movie it's like what are you doing that's like the best part of the mythos yeah (laughs) like you never of course going back to like the original 1970s Star Wars like you couldn't really see the fight choreography no like it's just like stilted like yeah Oh, you take a swing! You take a swing! (laughs) Old people sword fighting. It's like now with the technology and film capabilities that we have now, you could see Darth Vader be Darth Vader. He'd be the Jason Voorhees of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, so why not do like if you're gonna do these side auxiliary movies? maybe not do a Darth Vader movie, which I think would be a much Why better. Why wasn't it the first yeah, idea? Well, that should have been the first idea <laughs> yes. instead of Solo, like show him hunting Jedi. Yeah. At least do a movie like this where maybe he's being, uh, this, this Jedi is being hunted by Darth Vader. I feel like that would... in, in on... And Emperor Palpatine's in the background. Like, yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> and that honestly would have all been a great setup for him coming back in The Rise of Skywalker. Because you would have had that, that side story with him in it again. And you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that motherfucker. And, and audience wouldn't be confused, modern audience would be confused when he shows back up randomly at 9, like, wait, what? <laughs> you'd have a little bit of a taste of him first. But instead, we're getting this story in video
0: game form, which I'm not complaining about because it's, it looks great. Yeah, it looks fucking great. And I can't wait to play it next month. It looks like Force Unleashed 2.0.
1: But better. Yeah, but better. So And it's got you know Joker, I'm Cameron exci- Monaghan. Yeah,
0: I'm excited about that. I actually, <laughs> I, not really, but I met him. Wait, really? When he stayed at my hotel, and he was checking out, and I didn't realize it was no. He was checking in. No, he was checking in or uh-huh. out. No, he was checking in, and I didn't realize it was him. Really? So you met him? Like you saw his face? Yeah, well, I, like- I was the one that checked him in, and I did not But he had a hat on. He like his face was covered. I didn't realize <laughs>
1: he did and, a uh, MCU,
0: and I didn't know how to cover. T- I didn't realize how tall. Like he was t- Like I was looking up. I was like, and then I looked, and I was like, Cameron Monahan. Yeah, but he was already gone by then, and I was like. Wait, I know that name. That, that wasn't him. That was fucking him.
1: <laughs> wow. So you had a whole conversation with him and you didn't even fucking realize? It wasn't even
0: like a full... It was just like, yeah, oh, okay. Where are you saying? Yeah, okay. All right. Wow.
1: Where, are you, where are you coming from? Oh, yeah. So this kind of proof that the MCU incognito mode with the hat down, it kind of yeah, works. Yeah, it, it does work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you watch the movie, it's like, bullshit. How does nobody recognize... Oh, if you're not looking, like if you're not specifically
1: looking for it, yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Wow, but yeah, so, and you made a funny joke when watching the tra- the trailer for the game because he's like such a stark redhead in the in the game. And you're like, yeah, if there was ever a movie adaptation of this, he had to be black now, <laughs> and you're Cause, right, yeah, because they
0: that's what they do. All, all the redheads in comics, movies, or whatever, they get replaced by a black person. Yeah, <laughs> Ariel, Mary Jane, he'd be uh, Michael B., B. Jordan, Starfire. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But yeah, hype for that game. Looks dope. Just wish it was a movie. I'm not going to play it. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You don't know me. But, uh,
0: so, let's get to nitty gritty of the news. What should I put put this? Okay. So, Bob Iger is coming out with a book. Uh, I can't see. It doesn't have the name of the book. But basically, in, in the book... Uh, some stuff has been coming out and he uh, and he reveals that uh because of like Marvel television and stuff like that and uh him also not being like the big the big head honcho at first with uh Disney and Marvel and stuff like that okay. he said he went through a long process where uh Captain Marvel and Black Panther were not going to be made and he had to pull. His, 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 he said the team was putting up a bunch of roadblocks to prevent Captain Marvel and Black Panther from being made. And a lot of that had to do with Perlmutter. We talked about mm. Perlmutter before. Yeah. And he didn't want to do Black Panther or Captain Marvel because he didn't think neither one of those franchises were going to make money. Huh. Meanwhile... jokes on you. <laughs> yeah, those two franchises were billions of dollars. And part of me is like, every time we hear something about Ike Perlmutter, it's never good. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, how does he still have a fucking job?
1: Because Hollywood and you fail upwards. <laughs> like, once you're in, you're, you're, you're in, unless you fuck up royally. But, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of people keep their jobs despite fucking up in Hollywood, so. <laughs> or your promotions.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he says, according to Iger, Kevin Feige was on board with Black Panther right away, but an unnamed Marvel executive, which is P- Perlmutter, in New York said that they were reluctant to green light it because characters led by black actors underperforming in an international market. Iger was unmoved noting that he believed that conventional wisdom to be outdated and that it limited opportunities for African-American filmmakers and films revolving around themes that resonated with audiences of color. So yes, you are correct. So ultimately it was a good thing about uh, how Marvel Television and Marvel Studios had that split. Because also with that, in the book, Iger came out and said, at a certain point, the tensions were so high between Kevin Feige and Ike Perlmutter that Kevin Feige was going to walk away. Kevin Feige was going to quit. Wow. Is that bad? It was that bad.
1: Fuck that dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So it begs the question, can you
1: imagine
0: the MCU without Kevin Feige?
1: No, I can't. (laughs) That's what I was only. I was kind of half worried even when I heard about the news of him working with Star Wars. Is that news? Oh yeah, that's gonna come. That's coming next. Oh, Okay. But, uh, better so- not to distract from his work with Marvel. <laughs> like I'm happy for Star Wars, but stay with Marvel. <laughs> fuck up. That's not there. We're not there yet. Oh okay.
0: Maybe we should be. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of deals being done or not done, so I don't know how. like the little Mermaid, i don't know when i don't know how but i feel something starting right now that's basically what happened with this with the news this week because it's dropped that disney and sony has have made a deal and have brought spider-man back into the mcu and uh so this is what uh kevin feige said I am thrilled that Spidey's journey in the MCU will continue, and I and all of us at Marvel Studios are very excited that we get to keep working on it. Spider-Man is a powerful icon and hero whose story crosses all ages and audiences around the globe. He also happens to be the only hero with the superpower to cross cinematic universes. So, as Sony continues to develop their own Spidey verse, you never know what surprises Bleh. the future might hold. <laughs> so... Also, with that, it's like, yay, Spider-Man's back in the MCU. But the caveat is, mm, it's is only I... one more solo Spider-Man movie yep. and one cameo appearance. Which better be an Avengers movie. So, why only one and one? But then, because then also the rumor is that Kevin Feige is going to use these two opportunities, the one movie and the one cameo, right to story. write him out of the MCU. How though? Maybe like, he dies. I don't know. I could see the or death thing. Talking but then you can't use Miles Morales either. Or talking
1: about well, you know, they that's all owned by Sony. So yeah, I they know. can't. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's not like killing him off would open the door for Miles Morales. No. Or.
0: Talking about oh, Spider Man is the one character that can cross cinematic universe. He gets swallowed into the Sony-verse. like he's not in our universe anymore. He gets thrown.
1: Well, they were. Oh, this is more stupid ass
0: news. Wait, no, you shut the fuck up. Don't spoil my news. You fucking oh, I'm, cunt.
1: I'm sorry. Cause also
0: with that, they came out and uh, give me a donut, son. Can you one of those donuts? No. Oh. <laughs> you gotta pay. You gotta pay for it. What? That's bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, they came out and said that uh. Sony is
1: developing a Madam Web That's solo movie. I was gonna say, so I'm like, is that opening the door? Is that, to, is that yeah? But I'm the, like, end of three get thrown into another dimension, Madam Web, like what? A whole movie? A whole
0: movie? Like
1: what? this is what I was talking about with the fucking Aunt May bullshit, man. <laughs> like if, if Madam Web's got a movie, you know Aunt May's solo movies coming up. Yeah, donut. <laughs> I go nuts for donuts.
0: Like Madam Webb is an interesting Sony. character, but not for a whole fucking solo movie.
1: I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that idea. I don't like the fact that Sony has the power over these movies because This is this is literally proof positive about what my fears were. They have bad ideas.
2: Sorry what I do. They,
1: they wanna make bad movies. Well, also part of it is not even
0: not even just that they have bad ideas, but Spider-Man is their only bankable franchise.
2: Yeah. And
0: since they own all the characters to Spider-Man or Spider-Man side cha- or associated characters like a Silver Sable, mm-hmm. what else can they... Because they can't... If they only rely on Spider-Man movies, they're not... They're, yeah, they're making profit, but they're not making as much as if maybe if you do... Like, like say, the MCU. Yeah, yeah, We're making money on Captain America. We're making money on Thor. We're making money on Iron Man. We're making money on Avengers. We're making money on Black Panther. Yeah. It's like, we only got Spider Man eventually. That money is can only go but so far. Do you think the Black Widow course, movie and Jumanji Jumanji also
1: proved to be pretty successful? Yeah, you think this the Black Widow movie, I mean, that way, Black Widow, no, the Madam Web movie is like a pretense for a Spider Verse movie, like, it's not really a Madam Web movie, she's just the centerpiece because it's Spider Verse. But even still, why would you announce Madam Web as a solo movie? I don't know. Man, I'm trying to fucking fix it in my head, okay? Because <laughs> I agree with that. I'm just—I don't want it to be the fact that they just have a terrible movie idea as to make Madame Web a solo movie. It's stupid. It's like Silver Sable and Black Cats. It's equally as dumb.
0: <laughs> but also with that uh, deal, um, especially with Kevin Feige talking about, he's the only superhero that can cross the cinematic universe. They're saying that more than likely part of the deal is for Spider-Man to show up in Venom 2. I mean, kind of saw that coming. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, though. I'm not either. But It's like even like the Spider-Man Venom team up or whatever, it doesn't mean anything because Venom and Spider-Man have nothing to do with
1: each other. I don't know where it's even coming from. He just shows up. I'll oh, be fight Carnage. Yeah. was <laughs> like, like, why? Who are you? Yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know. but Maybe Peter will move to Chicago or whatever at the end of Spider-Man 3 to get away from everyone knowing his identity or something. But at the very least, at least the third Spider-Man movie is still part of the MCU. And we're going to get some kind of closure regardless of what it is. My only hope is... They, they, they leave it, the door open for renegotiations once these two movies are done. And I gotta assume with the fan... I know, they for the most part, MCU characters have only had trilogies, but fuck that. Thor's, Thor's getting a fourth movie. I wanted to see this... Peter, and we talked about this before, too. I wanted to see this Peter Parker grow up. I wanted to see him get, like, seven movies. Yeah, I wanted to see, like, his college
0: years and... Yeah. Him it, go to Empire State University. Yeah, it would be cool to watch him grow
1: up in the universe but no (laughs) corporations gotta be greedy but uh also with the deal
0: uh to uh the one one solo movie and then one uh cameo movie disney went from uh five percent of the film's uh opening weekend box office to now 25 percent as a result of the new the new deal, so again Disney making <laughs> getting more getting more than what they 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 fucking not deserve, but more than what they
1: need. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, hey man, gotta make money, right? That's <laughs> so what this is all have, about. They have more money than God. <laughs> yeah. If if that was a reason why they can only get two more movies out Spider Man, then fuck them. But if it's going to be the two deal regardless, it is it is what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, are they doing
0: like, is it the two deal thing because now Disney's asking for 25% and they're like, okay, well, no, we're, this is all we're going to, we're going to let you finish your trilogy because it's also going to hurt our brand at the end yeah. too if we just take it. But then after that, like, no, like,
1: fuck, fuck off. Yeah. I hope not. I hope it's not because of Disney's greed, we getting two more Spider-Man movies. I really hope they just renegotiate. I hope they get to that third movie. They do that. I think part of it depends on what happens with these other movies. Do you think the other guest appearance is going to be an Avengers movie? What else could it be?
0: It could be an Avengers movie. Or it could be like... He show up in like Fantastic Four. He shows up in the X-Men. Because they said an Avengers movie is not happening for a while. Well, isn't this movie not coming out for a while? No, this movie's coming out in 2021. That's pretty far away. That's two years from now. Avengers not happening next year. <laughs> what's What's the end of phase
1: four? What's the last movie in the phase four lineup? Uh, 2022? I think 2022. So then maybe 2023 or 2024 is the, the crossover.
0: But usually Avengers happens at like the end of... A phase? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be the end of phase five, which would be like probably 2025 Maybe. You don't know what Kevin Feige's plans are. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Maybe the beginning of phase five is Galactus. <laughs> or Doctor Doom. Or fucking Spider Man going to do against Galactus. <laughs> I'll be like, holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, so Disney, again, hashtag Disney stay winning. <laughs>
1: Worship uh, the mouse. Praise
0: the mouse. But also with that, Disney stay winning. So there's also talks that. Uh, or not talks, but I think it's basically confirmed, but Marvel's Marvel television is more or less not shutting down, but they're shutting down mm, in the right. sense that all of the live action Marvel television properties are now getting folded into Disney plus. Mm. So yeah, like that makes sense. Daredevil, Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D., all of that stuff. They're no longer part of the Marvel television, and now Kevin Feige is overseeing all of it because if it's all supposed to be one shared cinematic universe, he wants it all to look and feel the same. Yeah. And with that, again, Disney has money, but all these Marvel Disney Plus shows are getting upwards to $25 million per episode. Wait, what? Wait,
1: what? 25
0: 12 to $25 million per episode.
1: Where does this money come from?
0: I mean, it's Disney, right? I guess maybe that's where it's coming from. At, which which would make them the most expensive television series ever because in yeah. comparison, Game of Thrones spent $15 million per episode only on that final season. So what the
1: fuck is happening
0: in every episode of fucking these Disney shows? It very be epic. It better be big scale. Well, yeah. Think about like Loki. If he's traveling space in the multiverse or whatever the fuck he's traveling, like, I still don't understand that show is gonna work. I don't know how that show is gonna work, yeah. work either. But yeah. you gotta have a budget for that. Or Wanda's WandaVision. Nobody knows what the fuck that show is gonna be. But Wanda warps reality. So
1: yeah, yeah. I I would have guessed that it was only on a closed set with like her and like the suburbs or something. No, that's probably. I don't know. Twenty five million was no, needed it's every it's episode. Be way more than that. Jesus. Or like the
0: Falcon and Winter Soldier show, and you got the government against Winter Soldier, or the government against Falcon. Not so what these are just be? movies. Basically, a mini movie. <laughs> if they're getting that much money, yeah, it's like eight-hour movies. Okay, I mean, I'm down for that. Or uh, I guess I don't know what the I don't know what they're gonna do with She-Hulk. Mm. But, Lawyering. <laughs> but I also read that they're looking to uh, either. This is a rumor, but they're looking to either introduce either I don't know if it's gonna be She-Hulk or Matt Murdock as Spider-Man's lawyer for uh, Spider-Man Three. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be, because you know they're both lawyers, so it's either going to be She-Hulk or Matt Murdock. I think considering, you prefer? You're doing, considering you're doing a Disney Plus She-Hulk story, I feel like it would make more sense to introduce her. Because we don't know what the fuck is going on with Daredevil. Is it still Charlie Cox? Is it not Charlie Cox? Are you recasting? I
1: would like it just to be a cameo of Charlie Cox as Matt Yeah, I Murdock. would
0: like it too, but since I don't, we don't know what we're doing with him, yeah. it would make more sense to introduce She-Hulk, Jennifer Walters,
1: I guess. <laughs> I don't even need like to to go into their superhero like uh, alter ego. I I just want Matt Murdock. Like you don't have to dress up as Daredevil. Just give me the cameo of him in like two scenes of him defending Peter. I'd be happy. I'd be satisfied. And it says even you the, can recast anybody else from the Netflix shows, but I think Charlie Cox needs. To
0: but stay it says as yeah, Daredevil. even the Netflix shows only got four million per episode. <laughs> Only like, yeah, we're
1: oh, <laughs> small change that is <laughs> got that in my back pocket every day. <laughs> and so, with that, because uh, Marvel
0: Television's uh, shows are being snatched away, uh, there's not, remember, I talked about there being a live action uh, Ghost Rider series going to Hulu with Gabriel Luna,
1: yeah, no more. That seemed weird anyway that they were doing that.
0: I kind I I, I kind of feel bad for Gabriel Luna though, because like, oh.
1: Man, you're a Terminator. Relax. You're good.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure he 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 declined roles or whatever because he's like, no, nah, I'm about to have my own series. Yeah. I don't need to be like, nah, bitch. But that was
1: weird. Like the fact that it wasn't even connected to Agents of Shield anyway, that was odd. And on going to Hulu too, when we have Disney Plus coming out, it's still odd. Well yeah, but Hulu is supposed to be the darker Moon angle. Knight is on Disney Plus. <laughs> it is, but we know
0: Moon Knight's gonna go not gonna go dark. Do we know that? No, it, Moon Knight's not gonna be dark.
1: I don't know. If they're making Blade, they gotta have some. Yeah, kind but Blade's a movie. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just being hopeful. But I, I hope they do give you some darkness and the things that should be dark. And I think
0: also part of that is c- because Kevin Feige did say he would like to play with the Ghost Rider universe at some point, hmm. and it would make sense. Like not, not that you're going like the Blade route and Moon Knight,
1: and Doctor Strange multiverse.
0: Of yeah, madness. Doctor Strange the multiverse of madness, it's like a horror movie. You got to have Ghost Rider show up at some point. Yeah.
1: So oh, man. so many iconic things you can't do now. Like You can't have Ghost Rider Hulk fight with Smart Hulk. <laughs> but also with that, uh,
0: and it says Feige shows are going to be far beyond anything Marvel TV has been able to do because mm-hmm. of the budget.
1: <laughs> Hashtag fuck those shows.
0: <laughs> yeah, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that Perlmutter controls Marvel television, and he's notoriously cheap. Like, he didn't want Iron Man to be in Civil War.
1: Fucking Because he didn't want to
0: pay Robert Downey Jr. And I think he's probably what, you think about pay, he's probably why Terrence Howard ended up leaving, because they didn't want to pay, because they all originally offered, because he was the bigger name. Terrence Howard got like $20 million for Iron Man 1. Yeah. Now Iron Man 2, it's like, nah, fuck you. We don't need to pay you that. And he's like, but that was what the contract was. That's what we agreed upon.
1: I think it worked out for the best. <laughs> yeah, That's the one time I'll give for Yeah, it doesn't work out for the best, but yeah. it's, like,
0: it's still kind of fucked up. It's like you got a contract, and you like,
1: nah, nah, bitch. You were turning his talking about his crazy shit? On the- I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Fuck, he is crazy, dude. <laughs> I've never heard of a black man say so many big-ass words that meant nothing. <laughs> in the span of like a minute.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Ghost Rider's going. Uh, so with that, they're saying Marvel Television is now likely to... Focus only on animated projects in the future. Oh, that's interesting. <coughs> It'll be interesting if it's good. I mean, of course. <laughs> like Avatar The Last Airbender level, which, I mean, it's granted, that's a high bar to fill, but come on, give me, like... Yeah, you went for the fucking moon, Jesus. Like, bring back, like... Because I think for animated properties, they have all of their properties under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have Wolverine and Spider-Man being the same... Well, I guess you could do that now because they're all owned by Fox. But you could have, uh, well, yes. Yeah, sp- yeah, I was right. spider Man's still Sony. So you could have Spider-Man and Wolverine show up together with the Fantastic Four in one episode or whatever. Mm. So it's like you could do that type of stuff. Do that. Bring back like the Earth's Mightiest Heroes type of show. Oh, man. That show was so that good. That show was so fucking good. And it got canceled. Fucking ridiculous. Trash. And, and
1: one of the best theme songs.
0: <laughs> the world is
1: about to break.
0: Damn it all! Gonna... fight <laughs> forever. We are Oh my God! No, no, no. Together, fight, and, I don't know. Is this English
1: <laughs> sounds Japanese. As one, uh, always, yeah. I was hoping that the Avengers movie was gonna end with that theme song. <laughs> but uh, speaking well, of
0: things not being English, well, when you're in a galaxy far, far away, you're likely to run into creatures that don't speak English. Well, kind of, mm, kind of, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. And so, going back to uh, Bob Iger's book that was uh, that's coming out, oh, he's yeah. releasing all this stuff. So uh, this. basically, he came out and said uh, that basically he lied to George Lucas. <laughs> And uh, so when when uh, Bob Iger and Disney bought Lucasfilm from George Lucas for like $4 billion, he also with that, he uh, gave them spec scripts of how he wants episodes seven, eight, and nine to go. Okay. And George Lucas was basically under the impression that they were going to, if not use his ideas fully, at least use the bare bones of what he outlined. Yeah. And so Bob Iger basically said uh, he reluctantly agreed to be available to consult with us at our request. And I promised that we would be open to his ideas. That was not a hard promise to make. Of course, we would be open to George Lucas's ideas, but that, but like the outlines, we would be under no obligation. And he goes on to say, the truth was Kathy, JJ, Allen, Allen Horn, who's right under Bob Iger. And I, had discussed the direction in which the saga should go, and we all agreed that it wasn't what George had outlined. Burn. George knew we weren't contractually bound to anything, but he thought that our buying the story treatments was a tacit promise that we'd follow them. He was disappointed that his story was being discarded. I'd been so careful since our first conversation not to mislead him in any way, and I didn't think I had now, but I could have handled it better. I should have prepared him for the meeting with J.J. and Michael and told him about our conversations and that we felt it was better to go in another direction. I could have talked through this with him and possibly avoided angering him by not surprising him. Now, in the first meeting with him about the future of Star Wars, George felt betrayed. And while this whole process would never have been easy for him, we'd gotten off to an unnecessarily rocky start. Mm. And... So it basically goes to, like, none of this is really new. This is just basically Bob Iger coming out confirming it. Because I remember a couple years ago, Bob, I mean, uh, George Lucas, did an interview where he called Disney, like, the white slavers. (laughs) He was like, and uh, also with that, he talks about this before. uh, I'll read this before I mention that, but... uh, Bob Iger comes out and says, just prior to the global release of The Force Awakens, Kathy, Kathy, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who's the CEO or president or whatever of Lucasfilm, she, Kathy screened The Force Awakens for George and he didn't hide his disappointment. There's nothing new, he said. In each of these, in each of these, in each of the films in the original trilogy, it was important for him to present new worlds, new stories, new characters, new technologies. In this one, he said, there weren't enough visual or technical leaps forward. He wasn't wrong, and he wasn't appreciating the pressure we were under to give ardent fans a film that felt quintessentially Star Wars. We'd intentionally created a world that was visually and tonally connected to the earlier films. Not to stray too far from what people loved and expected. And George was criticizing us for for the very thing we were trying to do. Looking back with a perspective of several years and a few more Star Wars films, I believe JJ achieved the near impossible, creating a perfect bridge between what had been and what was to come. And so, going back to what I was saying, it's like, yeah, George Lucas hated The Force Awakens because what do we always talk about? Like, it, it was just a new hope, basically, yeah. in like a different fucking wrapping paper.
1: But. At the time, I, I was okay with that.
0: Yeah, at the time, you mm-hmm. were okay with that, but now that we have, like, The Last Jedi and yeah. Solo,
1: it's like, looking back on it, yeah. it's like... It's, it's one of those rare moments where I feel like... That's a good example we were talking about before, where, like, you're, your opinion on something might change with time. Yeah. And with, like, the hindsight of Last Jedi now in our, our, our perspective, I feel like The Force Awakens is like, oh, yeah, okay. And and even about, talk, you guys really didn't have ideas. And even talk about, <laughs> it, even
0: talk about hindsight and, and perspectives changing with time... Like, again, another example, which I'm like, oh, I didn't think about this because this was my main example. All these years later, 20 plus, whatever years later, people look at the prequels way more fondly now. Even I do. Than they did when they first came out. To the point that they were they having Obi-Wan series during that time. And Ewan McGregor come back and they're talking about having, they want, uh, what's this... Why the fuck can I think of his name? The guy to play Anakin. Oh, Hayden Christensen? Yeah, Hayden Christensen. They're talking about, oh, uh, maybe he could show up in this next movie. Like, mm. and it's like, b- beforehand, it's like, Hayden Christ. like, no, we don't well, want that.
1: Well, I feel like the farther you get from watching those movies, you lose the details of all the shitty writing and, like, the dialogue and them being in, like, fucking uh, filibusters and having trade debates and all that bullshit. But and just what you remember the is the that, mythos. Yeah,
0: just the novelty of the fact it was something different. Yeah, but
1: I feel like the mythos was good. Like the, the broad strokes of you you Anakin when he's a kid, you watch him grow up, you have moments where he has dark side tendencies, you see his push and pull when it comes to him and Padme, and then you see him ultimately fall to the dark side. The broad, And then the amazing in battle with him and Obi-Wan. The broad strokes of those trilogies were solid. It was just the details that sucked. (laughs) But, but, I feel like that's, what you remember are the broad strokes. You don't remember the I hate sand. I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> like, we do because we joke about it, but you know, the average person isn't thinking about that line like, man, that line was corny as fuck. Like you're remembering the moments where he like he killed all those sand people cuz his mother got killed, you know what I mean? And those I, were I, good moments. I, I, and I think
0: the problem is like George Lucas is good at crafting the story. Yes,
1: he's a good storyteller, but not a story writer. Cuz
0: you think about the uh with the exception I think of a new hope, he didn't direct like Empire strikes back and uh Yeah, no, he didn't. No, yeah. I think he did. I think he did a new hope. He did, but the other two he didn't. But yeah, but the other two he didn't. And the other two were the ones that people liked the most. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I so, mean, so it also kind of puts a sour taste in my mouth for the Disney era of Star Wars movies because I'm like, what was George Lucas's idea?
1: What did he? Oh, want? you didn't know what his ideas were. They were weird. <laughs> they, I, I, one of them, I'm like, yeah, George, I see what you're saying, but from the ideas that I knew about, he wanted to delve more into midi chlorians. He wanted to talk more about the will of the Force, but the fact that you could already see kind of the midi chlorian thing being like a, a combination of science and religion in the prequels, I really didn't want to to drill down on that concept for the the future movies 7, 8, 9. So like maybe it would have vindicated the prequels a little bit with what he wanted to get into, but for him to get into the microbiology of the force in the last three movies, I don't know if I care about that. But what I will say is I watched Jeremy John's video on this recently and he made a very good point. I was like, I didn't really think about that, but that's a fucking, that's that's a really astute point. What is, like if nothing else, the prequels were at least able to establish, in the again the broad strokes of what create. It was at least able to tell us what created the 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 context for someone like the Empire to rise in the power. So it did its job. In the new movies, as much as they want to pay homage to the old trilogies and the and the and the mythos that those trilogies were building, there are so many details that are just left out. That should have already been filled in by this point in the trilogy we shouldn't be almost yeah, we're on the last movie we're on the last movie and there are still questions that are left unanswered within the context of the movies that should have been answered like episode or episode eight or no episode seven like for example what is the state of the 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 galactic government like I have no idea what the actual, like, relationship between the First Order and the Republic is. How powerful is the First Order? How many resources do they have? How much damage did they do with that Starkiller base attack in The, in, in the Force Awakens? We had no context of even what the Republic was after that was the whole thing that the, the original trilogy created. Then, like, looking them winning... The byproduct of that was they made a, a new republic and it was supposed to be peace in the galaxy, but we never even saw that peace. We never even understood really what the republic was like. And then it was already all wiped away and we never got real context as to what the power struggles are within the galaxy beyond, oh, the First Order is the remnants of the Empire. Okay, but how do they make, a, how do they get all these resources to be even bi- seemingly bigger than what the Empire was? They don't really go into that. How powerful was the Republic? How many planets were part of the Republic? Like, and and these are things that the plot is contingent on. Like in The Last Jedi, the whole basis of that plot is no one's going to help us because the the, the Republic and the galaxy are, are basically all gone. So was the Republic only those planets that got destroyed? Does the rest of the galaxy not give a fuck about who rules it? Like, what was the order in the galaxy? Like, is everybody just like, eh, it's all the Wild West, so who cares? Like, but then what was the Republic, and what did Luke and them fight for? Those are very important questions that need to be answered, but within the context of the movies, so it might be answered in the books and the comics, but in the movies, it's not. No. And I feel like that's a giant failure in storytelling, because even in the prequels, and even in the original story, you at least understood what the stakes were, and what the powers at B were, and how they related to each other. I am the Senate! Yeah! And when the prequels can establish a more consistent and understandable mythology than the new movies, that is not okay. That means, on some level, George Lucas did write a better story.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like overall, with the exception of like the, the the side stuff, like again, the video game that's coming out or the comics, mm-hmm. and uh, the, I guess the books too, which I don't read, but supposedly they're pretty good. Yeah, but. F- and then uh, I guess the, the,
1: the, the Clone Wars cartoon, oh, the, uh, the new one, not the Clone Wars, the, like the rebels and stuff. Southwest yeah, rebels? rebels and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: For, in terms of like the movies, Disney has, I feel like has dropped the ball when it comes to Star Wars because they didn't have a plan. They didn't have a plan. That's the real problem. And you can tell, even to the point that, like, episodes seven, eight, and nine, like, none of the directors talk to each other. It's like, you get a movie. It's like, Oprah, you get a movie. You get a movie. You get a movie. Okay, what's the overall story. The what? (laughs) Go figure it out. Y'all talk afterwards.
1: It's like, it's not how storytelling works. Yeah, that's not how that works. We need a through line. And that's what really killed Star Wars hype when The Last Jedi, it almost feels like the end of the trilogy when it's only the middle of the end. Like, that's terrible storytelling and then you got things like J.J. Abrams talking about Ryan Johnson like oh yeah I wouldn't have made some of those decisions so it's like he's like low-key throwing shade like yeah he kind of fucked then, up that guy but then
0: coming out saying he's not planning on changing anything from The Last Jedi like I, I don't he doesn't plan on retconning anything
1: from The Last Jedi yeah yeah but still you tell that it's like yeah he kind of fucked up what I had in mind Though, oh. <laughs> but it's still like
0: if if you're doing episodes, like, okay, fine. You want to have one director do this movie, another director do this. But you should still, if Kathleen Kennedy is supposed to be the Kevin Feige of Lucasfilm yeah no so, she's too
1: busy b- talking about how the force is female and all the fem- the strong female bullshit like that's what that's what her real concern is are there strong female characters how about we make a fucking character that's interesting and then if they happen to be a female and they happen to be strong that's great but when your only concern is are there a strong female character this is what happens you lose all the important things that make a character fucking I have no
0: male. idea what you're talking about but <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean what are you talking about Kathleen Kennedy
1: you don't know like that's her whole thing. She wears shirts that say like the force is female and uh, I don't that's why I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. How do you not know that? That's, I don't know. Her. <laughs> like
0: I've never thing. seen her wear that shirt. Um but she's I, always talking about strong female. I don't characters. pay attention to Cat I don't pay attention to Cat. I barely okay. know what she looks like. Well,
1: the reason why Ray is the way she is, and the reason why like uh Ursa what's her name in Rogue One? I don't remember. Ray and Jin. Oh, Jin Ursa, that was it, Jin. Like, the reason why they're the main characters in the first was, I think, is because it's Kathleen Kennedy's in in charge, and where her priority is, she wants to broaden Star Wars to a female audience. And that's fine. But no black women. No black women. No. No. (laughs) White women only. Perfectly British, (laughs) but not black. Um, But that's fine. I, I have no problem with strong females. But, again, I go back to, if that's your main concern, and really, what I've seen for Kathleen Kennedy, her only real concern, you get hollow characters like a Rey. You get hollow characters and it's not Star Wars but like a Carol Danvers a Brie Larson. Like the, the priority for those characters are we want a strong female and the rest is secondary. And those characters it feels like the rest is secondary because they don't feel like fully fleshed out characters. There's a reason why I feel like Finn and Poe have more of a character than than Rey does. That's not okay. She's the main character. Man, I'm gay. I agree with that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that's why I feel like a character like Ray. How do you feel about Ray? Do you think Ray's a good character beyond? I don't, I don't really know nothing about her. Exactly. <laughs> that's the problem. And she doesn't have any strong character traits that make you go like, "Okay, that's who Ray is as well, a she's powerful. My point exactly. <laughs> she's a What is she, Mike? She's a girl and she's strong. A strong female character. <laughs> that's how we got Carol Danvers in the MCU. She's powerful too. The strongest Avenger. Exactly. (laughs) And everything else is that she's vanilla toast. She's got no personality. All she is is strong and female. I don't know. But this is what I when I say she's like this I get call them sexists or whatever but I'm not. I want I love strong female characters but I want strong female characters like like uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator 2. That's a strong female character but she has a personality. She's got a motivation. She's got drive. She's got nuance. But Ray and, and Carol Danvers don't. <laughs> like, Why can't I think of her name for Alien? Oh, Ripley. Yeah, Ripley, yeah, Ripley too. Same thing. Aliens 1 and 2. Because those were good ones. <laughs> Strong female character. I was bored with Alien. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> That's a classic horror movie. But especially her arc between one and two, how she, she Because like, at first she's, you know, she's scared like anybody else, but she becomes the hero by Aliens 2, and she's a strong female character in that, but she's got more characteristics than just she's strong and female, and that's what makes a character memorable, like, but, but you know what a strong female character is good for? And I feel like I just want to rant, but, you know what it's good for? Twitter folk, because Twitter people love to go, yes, queen, and, ah, that bitch, and all that bullshit, but, that's not, what, that's not what makes a character. What makes a character is the nuance, not just her being
0: strong. No, she has to be able to mind mind wipe somebody who never have, has trained never it. did it
1: before. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Ray, if Ray's a Mary Sue, then Luke's a Mary Sue. Nah, <laughs> nah. I don't agree with that opinion either. But maybe that's a debate for another day. Well, Luke trained with Yoda. Yeah, Luke had character development. Granted. And lost. Granted, it was only a
0: little bit of time.
1: More time than Ray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way more time than Ray. And he's still lost. That's another thing that is wrong with these strong female characters. They don't what endears you to a character is when they fail. But these strong female characters, they never let them fail. Because they just start a strong female character. But it's like, no, that's what makes them interesting. Yeah, even like Captain Marvel,
0: she didn't there was no moment where it's like Never kind of like the whole premise is like you fall and you get back up.
1: She never really fell. No. <laughs> Only in those flashbacks that we have no context for. Yeah. <laughs> Even though like he lost his eye. <laughs> he lost
0: everything. <laughs> yeah, his whole family.
1: Yes. That's why we, that's why you're so endeared to him when they go to the Infinity War because like that scene with him and Rocket, you felt that shit because like I watched this guy go from an arrogant asshole in, in Thor 1 to losing everything like Thor Ragnarok and being humbled by it. That's why when people talk about the Iron Man versus carol danvers debate oh i remember was dick too iron man lost some shit and he had he got he got consistently humble throughout all of the mcu every movie he was in basically had a humbling moment for him carol never, never once had that not no. even when Thanos himself was fighting her and that's what i remember, <laughs> remember
0: what we talked about before i was yeah. like okay all right i have faith in the roof so i feel like in in avengers endgame like carol's gonna show up she's so cocky and she's used to being the strongest, strongest one there is. And then Thanos is going to knock her the
1: fuck out and it's going to humble her. Yes. Nope. No. <laughs> oh, most headbutt. Ha- oh, it does nothing. Yeah, it does nothing. In fact, Thanos was so scared of her, he had to cheat and use a power stone to punch her just away. Not even like beat her, just like no, temporarily just knock, punch knock her away. away. Yeah. yeah. You got to get over there, bitch. I can't fight you. So I'm
0: like, what the fuck are they going to do with Captain Marvel 2? Like, who is she going to fight? They've made her, they've given her the same
1: problem as Superman. They've given her the Superman dilemma.
0: But even Superman gets beat, knocked the fuck down. Sometimes, yeah. Like Zod. Yeah. Or Doomsday, he died. (laughs) True. Yeah, it's just worse than Superman. You're right. (laughs) Granted, not, well, I was going to say BVS.
1: uh, (laughs) BVS is just trash. (laughs) But he still died. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's trash, but still more of a character arc than anything Captain Marvel or something like has had. I think it goes back to what the 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 uh, the initial reason for making the character is. Yeah, because I don't
0: have a problem with OP character. I love OP characters. Yeah. but you got to get to that point. Yeah, not start at that point
1: and remain at that point. Cause like Dark
0: Willow, when she went full fucking OP and almost destroyed, I love
1: that shit. But you had how many seasons to know her character to, to know see yeah. how she's failed, know why she became that way. Like that's why you like the character. But if it's serious, just start with like I'm the strongest witch ever. <laughs> like, you wouldn't care, like, what? <laughs> who the fuck are you? Exactly. But yeah, it's my strong female rant. You're sexist. I know people, people. People literally will think that from me saying that shit. But I mean, hey, I think it's true. I want strong females, but I want better characters first.
0: But then it also goes to like when Bob Iger's like, oh, you don't understand the pressure that we're under to give people a good Star Wars movie and give them stuff we remember. But also try to do something new. It's like, I feel like they put that pressure on themselves. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Because it's like, granted, overall, people really liked The Force Awakens. But I think part of that has to do with the fact that more so in that was the first Star Wars movie we in had a in a time. long time. Yeah. But even back then, like, a lot of people were like, yeah, it was. It was a new hope, basically, and people, and just like you said, it was like, and, and, my, and me too. I was like, yeah, but we're okay with that because again, we're getting Star Wars back, and it's going to be consistent. Like, yeah, we're getting yeah. more Star Wars movie. Maybe the next movie is going to be different, but then of course, it's like a catch twenty two. It's like you want something different, you get the Last Jedi, and then it's like too I don't different, mean, too I different. I don't like that. <laughs> too different. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I think I don't even know if it's because it was different. I think it's. I think, was bad storytelling in a lot I, of places. Yeah, I was going to say, I think for me, a lot of the things I didn't like a lot about The Last Jedi is I felt like it betrayed a lot of what was established before. Like the fact that like Luke ran
1: away and hid and didn't want to be part of the—I
0: wasn't, I a, fa- I I wasn't a fan that. of
1: that. But I didn't mind that if they developed it more. So what they gave us for the Luke's and the Ray parts I was fine with but it honestly needed to be most of the movie. They should have just completely got the Canto Bite stuff and it should have been all development between Rey Because I'm and like for him
0: to do the same thing that the other Jedi and the thing that he criticized or didn't, you know, f- talked about Obi-Wan and Hy- going into hiding for him to do
1: the same shit. Yeah. And Yoda, same shit. Yeah. And then, I mean we could talk about Last Jedi problems all day but like, you know, the Snoke stuff. That went nowhere. Killing off Snoke before you even know who the fuck he was. It's not. Yeah, it's surprising, but not in a good way. Not in a satisfying way. Just like, oh shit, it's the Night King being killed. Yeah, it's like you're the leader of
0: the First Order, but yet eh, your death means nothing. Yeah. It's like, well, no, when the Emperor died, that was the end. Yeah. But Snoke, that's like no, Kylo
1: Ren. Anyway, (laughs) I'm in charge now. All right, guys, he's in charge. He said it, so. Like, and again you don't even know to what extent the First Order is powerful like you don't know how big that army is yeah are
0: they a government or are they like fucking ISIS
1: it seemed like they were terrorists but by the time you get The Last Jedi it seemed like they were bigger like way more powerful than even the Empire was with way more resources so who knows like I have no fucking idea hopefully it's all explained in The Rise of the Skywalker but probably not, yeah, probably <laughs> not. gotta get, have faith in J and J.J. we have to trust <laughs>
0: But uh, speaking of uh, and someone we have to trust. So, yeah, also a big news bombshell that dropped about a galaxy far, far away. So it came out that uh, Kevin Feige is crossing cinematic universes and uh, joining Lucasfilm to do a Star Wars movie together. No, to fix Star Wars. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) That's the real reason. As of right now, saying one Star Wars movie, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a trilogy. At least plan the movies. And so right now they're saying, we are excited about the projects. Kathy and Lucasfilm, te- and this comes directly from, uh this isn't a rumor, it's not speculation, it comes directly from Alan Horn. And for those of you that don't know Alan Horn, Alan Horn is literally the person in charge of all films at Disney. He's mm-hmm. the person right under Bob Iger. Okay. So Alan Horn came out and said, we are excited about the projects Kathy and Lucas film team are working on. Not only in terms of Star Wars, but also Indiana Jones reaching in, and reaching into other parts of the company, including Children of Blood and Bone, which I'm very excited about, with Emma Watts and Horn and Fox. And with the close and with the close of the Skywalker saga, Kathy is pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling. And knowing what a diehard fan Kevin is, it made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a Star Wars film together. And to that I'm like, no, it made sense to the fact that you own not own Kevin Feige, but basically you employ Kevin Feige and he made Marvel into an 18 plus billion dollar franchise mm-hmm. and
1: Star Wars hasn't really had that success. So you're like, yeah, come over here. <laughs> You'd think that would have been the first thing he did. Like that should have been like when they announced the Star Wars universe because MC was already in full swing. I'm like, wait, who did yeah, this? But, but they also thought it's Star Wars, like Star Wars. They're gonna be like, okay, of
0: course, Star Wars is gonna eclipse the MCU. Like they, to the point that uh, actually, let me let me backtrack real quick. I meant to bring this up, I accidentally closed it. But uh, Bob Iger also said in the book that he uh, wrote that a lot of people, a lot of the shareholders that are owners of Disney, uh, originally were not going to buy Marvel, and they also could have bought Marvel earlier, but they passed on it originally because they thought Marvel would. T- Tarnished the Disney brand because they thought it was too edgy. They thought Marvel was too edgy. Yeah. The fuck is edgy about Marvel? I mean, they do have some comic where, like, some of the Wolverine runs that are like rated R, or like Punisher, or
1: oh, I think like the, the
0: Marvel Knights type of stuff. Oh,
1: they mean like MCU Marvel. No,
0: no, no. Like Marvel,
1: like they weren't gonna
0: buy Marvel. Oh wow! Come on, Disney, get the fuck over it. <laughs> and they, 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 <laughs> they, they originally they originally could have bought it earlier than they did, but they passed on it the first time. Oh. But then they decided I guess because of Iron Man. Yeah. Cause Iron Man came... Because a lot of people think the first Iron Man movie was part of Disney MC. And it's like, no, Iron Man was done prior to the Disney purchase. And Yeah, didn't they buy didn't
1: Disney buy Marvel after Disney bought Marvel after Iron Man One came out? Oh, was that early? I thought it was later in the phase later in phase one. No, it was a little after Iron Man One. Oh, okay. Alright. That's interesting. So too edgy, too edgy, motherfuckers. I, I've seen old school Disney. Y'all racist as fuck. Like gotta get over nah, this, nah, Like didn't talk about edgy. Yeah, know? I know. You were talk about family
0: friendly. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get over yourselves. But yeah, so with that, I'm pretty sure you're saying they should have did that earlier. I'm pretty sure they didn't think MCU was gonna be the giant,
1: bigger than Star Wars. Yeah, bigger than Star Wars. It's, I don't think. Ironically, the Star Wars of our time. I was <laughs> gonna say. I don't think anybody thought that. No. So it's so much so that MCU by itself is carrying the entire superhero genre, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah, like everyone else is trying and failing, they're like, "Don't worry, we got all this in our back." Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, uh,
0: the Hulk lifting or uh, Spider Man lifting up that uh, Mm-hmm-hmm.
1: that 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 debris. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the MCU carrying the rest of, or Disney. even the whole the Hulk lifting up the moon or whatever it was that, that one comic.
0: Not even carrying the rest of Disney because all their other properties are making money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lion King made a billion dollars. Toy Super- Story made a billion dollars. Yeah, like, I just mean the superhero genre. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Kevin Feige coming on the Lucasfilm. I'm excited about it, but like you said, I hope this just doesn't take away. But I think part of it is is the fact that I do feel like at a certain point, Kevin Feige is going to step away from Marvel Studios. Oh, man, that's going to be a sad Because day. from a professional standpoint, and it's it, you when you really think about it, He's done what he can do for Marvel Studios. No, like, he not more years. <laughs> but no I, more I, years. no, I feel the same. way. hundred like, more I years. <laughs> I don't want you to ever leave. But I'm pretty sure from his standpoint, he's like, I've I've done what I can. Like, I've broken all the records. Right now, my movie Avengers Endgame is the highest grossing movie ever. Yeah. It beat Avatar like I made over 18 billion dollars with this franchise I've crafted the universe I've did I've did what nobody else have done has done before with the shared cinematic universe with things like all these creeps, all these creatures, all these superheroes coming together in one movie with the Avengers. Like When you think about the first Avengers, like you think about it now, it's like, oh, Avengers. But it's like, no, that was the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Even the fact that Warner Brothers owned all their properties way before Marvel did, like, and they've wait. never done a Justice we League movie. We could do a Justice League movie? movie? Yeah, they did. <laughs> Batman v Superman was the first time Batman and Superman has ever appeared in a live action movie. And when you really think about it, it's like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. The biggest superheroes ever. Yeah. Never been in a movie before. Even with the back when the Christopher Reeves and, and Michael Keaton was the highlight of the universe, you, you didn't think to put those two in a movie together? Yeah. Like, come on, what
1: are you doing? So it's like... It's like, wait, wait, we should follow the comic formula for comic movies? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then that, and then the fact that he's now spearheading and shepherding like, the X-Men universes and stuff like that, Like at a certain point, he's probably going to be like, no. I want to do something else. No, give me one more arc. I want one more arc with Kevin Feige at least. Well, he's probably left his, like, I feel like maybe after, like, phase five, he's probably like, I'm done. No. That That's, gets his the Gal- That's his arc. That's his art. No, he gets the Galactus, bro. <laughs> Which is why I feel like he's jumping into Star Wars, because he said he's a big, like, he's a big Marvel fan, but his
1: first love is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. How about that Star Wars Marvel crossover? Yeah, I was like,
0: (laughs) we thought it was going to come in Kingdom Hearts, but it might. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, is this their way of like behind the scenes, not necessarily firing Kathleen Kennedy, because I feel like it would be a... It'd be a much bigger firestorm, press, press, and political firestorm if they fire Kathleen Kennedy. But it's their way of like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. You're, Kathleen you're Kennedy, still,
1: Kevin Feige, they can like, only be one. <laughs> you're, you're still in charge, but
0: I'm eh, really we're gonna let him take.
1: We're gonna let him take. The what reins. a man this, taking a woman's job, Michael. We're Sexist. We're gonna,
0: him, we're gonna let him take
1: the reins. Yeah, I'm fine with that sexism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then,
0: uh, then eventually, I feel like. I kind of feel like they're grooming Kevin Feige to take Alan Horn's position. Oh, under Bob Iger. Yeah, because Alan Horn was originally retired, hmm. but Bob Iger brought him back, and I'm pretty sure he wants to retire again.
1: How fuck old is he?
0: Alan Horn is. I mean, even if he's like in his 30s, when you fucking are the CEO of Disney Film. Like, I would retire now if I had billions of dollars. That's what I'm
1: saying. Maybe you retire young, but when, I, when you say retire, I'm
0: like, was it like 60, 70? Like, the fuck? But he's probably, you know, these old white guys, they got money. No, that's not. I, I put Alan Horn and it gave me some baseball player. He said 36, and I'm like, that's not right. No. <laughs> Alan Horn is 76 years old. How old? 76. Well, that's exactly why I imagine when you say retire twice. <laughs> and he has a net worth of $100 million. Jesus Christ. So he's old, rich, and white. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, let me see how much Bob Iger's worth. $1 bajillion. dollars. He's not worth more than uh, Jeff Bezos. Oh, that's it? I say that's it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What is it? $690 million. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> wow,
1: small money. <laughs> no,
0: but I'm like, he's the CEO of Disney. I felt like he'd be worth way more than that.
1: How much is Beyonce worth? Beyonce is like 400 Oh, okay. I'm just curious to see if Beyonce and Jay-Z have more money than the CEO. Well, Jay-Z or... is uh, now a billionaire. So his net worth is higher than that? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, Jay-Z has more money than Beyonce? I thought Beyonce had more. Yeah, Beyonce's net worth is $400 million. Yeah, G-
0: Beyonce... I mean, Jay-Z has like... A, those companies. Uh, like, Tidal and Rockaware and yeah, all that other
1: stuff. That makes sense.
0: And then I think he o- now owns uh, an NFL team. So, combined, they're worth over like like $1.4 billion. Yeah, Jay-Z's net worth is $1 billion. Damn. Moral of the story, tax the rich. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... For somebody like Jeff Bezos... Even if you take, he's worth $160 billion, which is re fucking ridiculous. But even if you tax half of that, he's still worth like, let me see, what is that? I can't remember. Hashtag gang gang. <laughs> Yang gang. But yeah, even if you tax half of that, he still has $80 billion.
1: How could he live on that though? That's money. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. If you can't
0: can't live off of that, then you're doing life wrong. (laughs) I could buy and sell people (laughs) for that much money. Or even somebody that makes... (laughs) You, on the street. You're mine
1: now. A million dollars. What? All right. (laughs) Yeah, all right. You want me to suck your dick? (laughs) (laughs) Common courtesy for a million (laughs) dollars. Yeah, even if... if Okay,
0: let's go even lower. Let's go lower than that. Even if you're worth 10 million dollars. Or you got ten million dollars and you take take half of that, you still got five million dollars, but
1: it's not enough money. <laughs> but if you make
0: but if you make sixty thousand dollars and you take not even half, you take thirty five percent of that shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit
1: hurts way more. Yeah. Hashtag Yang Gang. Mm, Bernie Sanders, but I want universal
0: income. I do too, but Bernie Sanders' proposals go way more way further than Andrew Yang, mm. like in terms of. Uh all right, it's not a political podcast. <laughs> no, no, but in terms of like uh universal health care and in terms of uh Which
1: we, we should already have it's fucking stupid that we But don't. we don't.
0: Yeah uh, We're the only modernized country that doesn't. But also in terms of uh uh forgiving student loan debt.
1: Oh that'd be so nice.
0: All student loan debt. That's what Bernie Sanders wants to do. Housing and all It's just so
1: backwards. Like let's Let's get people better jobs going to college, but then put them in crippling debt for life. <laughs> well, not that I have
0: a problem with Andrew Yang. Like I said, Andrew Yang's in my top three. Trump's gonna win, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. They're not gonna I am pretty sure he will.
1: I don't want that, but it's Jordan, a big... Jordan's voted for Trump. Yeah, okay. There's a big part of the country that we're not a part of that will vote for Trump, so that's the problem we're yeah. we're, in a, we're in a very liberal bubble people that'll say oh yeah I'm totally on you guys side and then as soon as
0: they get in the booth <laughs> Trump but uh, anyway speaking of things getting in the booth I don't know that wouldn't make sense but it's now actually confirmed that Stranger Things is getting a season four I don't know what took so long but it's finally confirmed but no release date has been uh, set For
1: uh, season four. Wait, season four of what? Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things. Okay, yeah. All right, well, we saw that coming. It kind of ended in a cliffhanger, so we knew that was going to happen. But uh, speaking of tax the rich, so it's come out. His
0: poor soul, I feel so bad for him. Poor unfortunate soul. (laughs) But Robert Pattinson, Uh he's playing Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But he's not ringing in the Bruce Wayne dough. He's only getting five million dollars for the Batman. How much is average? It's so sad. Is that not a lot? <laughs> it sounds like a lot. It's terrible. He's terrible. He's, he's Bruce Wayne. He should be a billionaire.
1: Was this a low budget movie too? Though I thought it was lower budget. I don't even it. know if it's low budget, but I'm like not well lo, low budget in quotes for a superhero movie. Low budget.
0: But even still, like I'm Shazam. Like the, like but Shazam. Part, I'm just like I bring it up because I'm like just the fact that this is an article. Like, <laughs> did you feel bad for him though? And it even says Robert Pattinson reportedly making less than 5 million dollars for the Batman what oh. was what was me yeah. tax half of that you still got 2.5 million dollars
1: like I'm, I'm playing the world's smallest violin <laughs> can you
0: not live off 2.5 million dollars not granted I understand like we're talking in the grand scheme of things like how these movies and will make over a billion dollars and part of that is from the actors they are the face of movies that's why they get paid more than like the writers and directors and stuff like that because mm. you can have a great writer but they're like I don't know who the fuck this actor is I'm not seeing this shit yeah. granted that's becoming less of a thing now yeah then, like in terms of like actors selling a movie than like the director or the more so the property itself yeah now it's more about the brand yeah now it's more so the property but at the same time it's, actors are still the face of a movie like you can have yeah. you have great a great script but if it's done by a terrible actor yeah. I don't care how good your dialogue is mm. I'm still bored with the movie yeah but still five million dollars mmm or less than $5 million. So $4.9
1: million. Tragic. Tragic. Truly a so, tragedy. So tragic.
0: <laughs> I would take that for it. I would be fine with that. Yeah, I would be too.
1: I think anybody else would be.
0: But uh, with that, Jonah Hill is also in talks to play a villain in the movie. Why? But he's holding out for more money.
2: Why?
1: Why on both accounts? Why Jonah Hill and why does he think he deserves I think supposedly, more supposedly,
0: I think supposedly he wants more than uh, Robert Pattinson. Why does he think he deserves more than Robert Pattinson? Because he's an Oscar nominated actor. For what? Olaf? Like uh, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. That was Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. Yeah, but he was still not... I, I think he won the Oscar for it. Oh, really? I think so.
1: Fuck Jonah Hill. Oh, what the fuck? Jonah Hill. <laughs> Do you even want him in a Batman movie as somebody? Would he be I mean, I mean. Penguin? Probably. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I could kind of see it though cuz the other guy in Gotham was kind of quirky. I mean, he's a good actor, but yeah, he uh But not more than Batman, bro. Who do you think you are? Jack Nicholson, yeah, but Robert, but Robert Pattinson
0: is not as big of a name as Jonah Hill.
1: You're a, you're so a like, headline Batman
0: in the yeah, movie so with like, Jonah Hill? I mean, think about, again, think about what I mentioned before. Like uh, That didn't sound right. <laughs> Ter- Terrence Howard got paid way more in Iron Man 1 than even Robert Downey Jr. I, Robert I, Downey Jr. made 500000 for Iron Man 1. Terrence Howard got $20 million. Damn, that is a huge difference. Well, yeah, even with Wolf of Wall Street.
1: But that's uh, also because Robert Downey Jr. is coming off of all those, it's like... It's the
0: same thing with Wolf of Wall Street. Leonardo DiCaprio got like $20 million for Wolf of Wall Street. Jonah Hill got 300000
1: because Leonardo DiCaprio. And on the flip side, the Terrence Howard thing, Robert Downey Jr. is coming off of all those controversies. I think they even had to like beg to let him be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So like that kind of makes sense.
0: But I'm saying like ter- just in terms of like who's the bigger actor, Jonah Hill is the bigger actor. Than- Obviously once the Batman comes out and stuff like that, it's going to be a different thing, but he can yeah. negotiate for higher money after that. The- so the
1: Twilight doesn't have just any... Well, like, Twilight
0: was huge. Yeah, but how long ago was Twilight and what has he really been in since then?
1: Smaller movies. Yeah, smaller yeah. movies. Still. So it was huge. <laughs> it was. Just, it just doesn't matter anymore. Like the Harry Potter kid, uh was Daniel Radcliffe, because Harry Potter was so long ago. It was like Who but, the fuck are you? <laughs> but
0: Daniel Radcliffe has been working consistently. Granted, in, yeah, in big movies. He hasn't been in big movies.
1: But well, I think I saw him was like horns. But
0: that's like saying, like, uh, what's his face? The guy that played Ron uh why the fuck can't I think of his name? Who? Weasley. Oh Ron, yeah, the, the, I don't Ron, know his real name. I wanted to say Ronald Weasley, but I'm like that doesn't sound right. But no, that is his name. Ron Weasley. That's like if he comes and I'm like, yeah, I want it, I want twenty million for my movie. It's like what the fuck have you been doing since Harry Potter? But Harry, he was Ron. Harry, yeah. Harry Potter was huge, okay, but that was like twenty years ago. Yeah,
1: but he's not Harry Potter. Like his name was the title. He's still a Weasley. Okay, and and Robert Pattinson was the second lead in Twilight,
0: and he was the third lead in Harry Potter. <laughs>
1: Who do you think Was more of a main character I guess Bella She's just so fucking bland I didn't watch Twilight Oh you didn't watch any Twilight No i uh, seen You I, call yourself A vampire fan I've
0: seen 20 minutes Of the last
1: Whatever part oh, of the movie We talked about this Cause I was like Watch the ending yeah, Of was the, like, the last movie uh, You suck <laughs> You suck
0: But anyway With that uh, I had a segue For this But I lost it I don't remember but uh, apparently uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock have made up.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> to make more money, is that what?
0: So The Rock basically came out and said, "I just want to thank I just want to say thank you guys so so much. You have officially made Hobbs and Shaw not only a massive global success as we just crossed 750 million dollars at the global box office, but also you helped enable and build out an expansion an expansion of the Fast and Furious universe." Um, the relentless effort to push this thing uphill to make it a big hit. But also, lastly but not least, but not least, I want to thank Brother Vin for your for your support
1: of Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. Sounds like a PR move to me, but okay. <laughs> You think that's legit? But wait, uh,
0: here's more. He said, as you know, I was like, this to this quote. Uh, as you know, and what a as you know and what a wild ride this is, and what a wild ride this has been. Ten years ago, when you and I spoke and you invited me into the Fast and Furious family, I'm grateful for that invite. And as you know, my goal was always, all these years, to come into Fast and into the Fast and Furious world and help elevate the franchise in any way that I possibly could. If I could do that, then my job, then I've done my job. And now here we are, 10 years later, this massively successful build out and expansion. We did it the right way. We did it the smart way. And again, brother, I appreciate your support. And of course, all roads lead to one thing. I'll be seeing you soon, Toretto.
1: Hmm. So this dun, is all dun, PR dun.
0: for next Fast and the Furious? Well, not the next, because Fast and Furious 9 is done. So he's not going to appear in 9 because they were still beefing back then. Yeah. But I guess for Fast and Furious 10, Hobbs is going to show up in that car. All right. For the big finale, I
1: guess. Yeah. I'll see you soon, Toretto. Whatever. (laughs) It's all PR bullshit. They probably still hate each other. just want to make money. (laughs) Because they both know they need the other.
0: Well, The Rock, though. Hobbs and Shaw made 700 no, no I
1: know it did. But, <laughs> but to get back in the Fast and the Furious franchise, they have to be kind of buddy buddy at least, because that's Vin Diesel's franchise. Yeah, that's Vin Diesel's franchise, but The Rock is like. He don't need it. Yeah, he don't need it. But so. It's like Disney.
0: Does not hurt to have more money? <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, speaking of things not hurting to have more money, so they're trying to make more money on this franchise. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, a, I don't know if I'm a fan of it, but uh, basically, hold up, Jordan. You. We like The Promised Neverland.
1: Oh, we love it, yeah. Perfect vision. Gave it a perfect vision. Don't tell me it's a live action movie.
0: Well, something that we probably won't give a perfect vision. No, Is The Promised no! Neverland is getting a live action movie. No! <laughs> like Dark Bear,
1: no! They are grown as fuck. They're <laughs> not even kids. No, they're not. They're like 20-year-olds. <laughs> what, what kind of orphanage is this? The whole premise was when they're, they're from like 6 to 12. That was the whole thing. No, they're fucking... 20 to 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Why do they got to do is this, the Mike? Film,
0: the film is only slated to open in Japan, but... Based on the success of the franchise and similar scenarios for other anime series, we would imagine the live-action film will be making its way to North American shores soon after the release of this movie in the West. And we can only imagine what the monsters of this series will look like in
1: live-action. Terrible! (laughs) Spoilers! It's Japanese live-action! It's like, nine times out of ten is terrible CGI. So, yeah, it's not gonna look good. It's gonna look fucking stupid. Promise Neverland. Are you excited, Jordan? You sound very excited. I'm so fucking excited. You, you sound like you can't contain your 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 excitement. I'm excited to be disappointed. How about that? <laughs> God damn it.
0: Well, something else, Jordan, would be excited about. So, Arrows winding down this season. Yep. Finale. And with that. Finale, more than likely they want to try to continue the Arrowverse. Okay. Like you got Batwoman coming up. Uh there's talks of another superhero movie coming from the Arrowverse, what they haven't said, what it is. And uh what's her face? I can't think of her name. Uh Katie Cassidy. Katie Cassidy. She's pushing really hard for a birds of prey solo. TV TV series. Uh. So we're not only going to get it in the movies, we're going to get it in in the uh, TV series. This is the rumor, though. Yeah. And it's going to be with Kay Cassidy's Laurel, uh, Juliana Harkov's Dinah Dinah Drake, (laughs) and uh,
1: Catherine McNamara. Two Canaries and Female Arrow. As Mia Smoke. Female Arrow. Yeah. The the daughter of uh, Oliver and, and Felicity. Yeah. I'm like, what happened to, what's his face? Oh, you mean the character I actually give a fuck about, <sighs> Connor Hawke, yeah. who's supposed to be the goddamn Arrow of the future, Arrow Beyond? Yeah. yeah. What did happen to him, Michael? You know what happened to him? Fucking feminism happened to him because a black man is not important anymore. Now what's important is strong female characters. What about his son? <laughs> Connor they Hawk's
0: didn't even right? mention his. They don't even mention his this, his son in this. Well, he's gay. No one cares about him. <laughs> no, Oliver Oliver's William. Yeah, he's gay. No one cares about if him. It's supposed to take place in the future, and it's no. supposed to follow me as sm- like. No. What about your brother? No, huh?
1: he's, he's gay. No one cares. <laughs> Strong female characters in a world we got Batwoman and Supergirl. We need even we need the, the Charlie's Angels of the Arrow future. Fuck that. <laughs> I hate this news because you already put your finger on it. Where the fuck is Connor Hawke? Where's even William? Like if you're not gonna give me Connor, like at least William was a character in the show. Meanwhile we're gonna have the, the future daughter that we barely know anything about until the end of last season. It's fucking stupid. I'm sure it's not gonna happen, but even that even the idea of it pisses me off. What happened to Connor Hawk, man? Why are they not like black fucking characters anymore? These the goddamn MCW shows. No Wally West, no Connor Hawk. And more than likely it says
0: it seems likely that any official announcement regarding the spinoff won't arrive until later this later this fall as the main show focuses on the final hours of the new Arrowverse and and Batwoman. But more than likely, if this is going to be a thing, they're going to do a backdoor pilot within the final season of Arrow, like the entire episode that focuses
1: on. Oh, that's the opposite of what I meant by tight and good writing. That would that would take away an entire episode in the series finale of Arrow just to try and set up this janky fe- all female Arrow spinoff? Fuck you. Fuck you, CW. Ugh! There was a time where I thought the last episode of Arrow was gonna end with Connor Hawk putting on the fucking hood. Just like they set up that they set that up in Legends of Tomorrow! No? Fucked all that? Fuck all that goodwill they built up with that best episode of Legends, no? Nope, got to move over Connor Hawk cuz random ass female arrow is here to stay, I guess. I'm fucking mad. <laughs> cuz I'm sexist. I'm trying to see And you didn't even watch last season, so you don't know. Cuz it says know. Arrow
0: showrunner and executive producer Beth Schwartz will co-write the episode with Arrow's Mark Guggenheim. All four of them will serve as EPs on on the potential spinoff which will be executive produced by arrow architect greg berlanti and sarah schrechter whatever and produced by because so based on that paragraph it makes it seem like because it says we'll co-write the episode but it doesn't say it is but so based on that it makes it seem like yeah there is going to be an episode of arrow that's going to be basically a backdoor pilot for the canary series and depending on how because that's usually what they do depending on how that episode does
1: yeah like like flash yeah
0: is there interest for a Black Canaries show? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx because <laughs> the answer is fucking
1: no. <laughs> and you didn't even watch last season but like the future the flash forwards t- toward the end with fucking Felicity's daughter were so whack it it was the worst part of the season. That's not even true. It was a lot of bad parts of that season, but that was one of the worst parts of the season. That future timeline sucks. Nothing about it was interesting. It was just a worse version of modern Arrow. Well,
0: there's going to be some interesting things in it. Now it's going to be an old Dinah, an old Laurel, and a young
1: Mia Smoke. So a black canary is not the black canary anymore because her fucking throat is torn out or whatever. A black canary that isn't well, she, even from she's, our
0: She's black canary. <laughs> who, Dinah? No, uh, Laurel. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was going to say, another black canary who isn't even the black canary from our world. She's from the other earth. And I guess she just grew into being that world's Laurel. And then we got the, the bland, strong female female Arrow. Fuck that! No, no gay arrow. <laughs> no. If anything, been, William would be the guy in the chair.
0: Even that would have been better.
1: <laughs> no, all women, man. It's got to be all girls. Because if there's even one dick around, it depowers all the strong females. <laughs> if there's one dick, somehow it just drains all the strong femininity from the from the show or movie. But not Dick Grayson. No, he's okay. <laughs> uh, do you care about this news at all? No, no. Okay, so moving on. Fuck that shit. All right, final this that was going
0: to be the final thing but then you reminded me of something else. This oh, is not what? this isn't going to make you rage out. But basically, uh the Joker comes out this weekend. I'm seeing yeah. it on Thursday. Excited. And so with that, there's a lot of controversy regarding this movie because the Joker is one of the most iconic villains in all of superhero dumb. Yeah. And the Joker's crazy. Yeah. And he murders people. Yep. And this is a movie about a guy that glorifies murder and it's following i guess glorifies in the sense that he commits murder i don't know well glorifies in the sense that you're making an entire movie about a guy that is a villain basically a rated r type villain because the joker the joker the joker is a rated r movie
1: i mean yeah but we've also had other movies that aren't part of the superhero genre do the same thing like nightcrawler and other shit like that
0: so with that many people are saying this movie romanticizes incel culture Without seeing the movie first. And so culture. Okay. And also people are uh, afraid because like, remember, uh, well, I don't know if you know, but remember uh, what happened in the Aurora, uh, Colorado shooting where the guy was watching The Dark Knight and he shot up the movie theater saying he wants to be the Joker and all this other stuff. So people are freaking out because they're saying, well, basically like you're making a movie about this you're kind of incentivizing people to go shoot up... You know, you're incentivizing people to do what happened with Aurora, uh, Colorado again.
1: I don't agree with any of this language. Like you shut the fuck up. I'm not done yet. I'm not, I'm not done yet.
0: So because of that, in a lot of interviews, why that's the, like one of the first questions that they asked Joaquin Phoenix and uh, also the director, Todd Fleming. And they basically come out... I don't have the exact quote in front of me because all I have is Warner Brothers quote, but basically... They're coming out and saying, uh, hold up. No, I found it. We didn't make this movie to push buttons. I literally described to Joaquin at one point in those three months as like, look at it this way to sneak a real movie in, wait to sneak a real movie in the studio system under the guise of a comic book film. It wasn't, we want to glorify this behavior. I don't think it's the filmmaker's responsibility to teach morality. And if you don't know the difference between right and wrong, then there's all sorts of things that you are going to interpret in the way that you want. And Warner Brothers came out with a statement basically saying, make no mistake, neither the fictional character Joker nor the film is an endorsement of the real world of real world violence of any kind. Duh. (laughs) It is not the intention of the film, the filmmakers or the studio to hold this character up as a hero. Duh. so yeah basically people are criticizing but they're criticizing without even seeing the movie well some of some of the people are people that got early press screenings like press reporters
1: oh so they did see the movie so super super sensitive liberal reporters got you <laughs> I, I just don't agree with this trigger culture of like oh what is a movie about a killer that, that means they're endorsing murder that means it's gonna it's, it's gonna uh, tr- have a trickle- down effect to every person that's crazy gonna think that murder is okay now no it's like with any movie that has a, a main character killing people where are these people with John Wick when he's assassin murdering people like the fuck it's just the movie unless the at some point Joker's like the, unless the moral of the story is what Joker did and everything that happens in the movie was right which I don't think it's gonna do because logically why would it it's not it's not promoting anything it's just this sensitive fucking PR culture we're in now where it's like everything has to be like, but think about the political ramifications of it's a fucking superhero movie about the Joker. And also with that, <laughs> the military came out and expressed
0: concerns about potential mass shootings going on during the screenings of this film. A lot of places banning cosplay. Wow. Wow. Oh. Like you can't come cosplay as the Joker during this, uh, during like the premiere.
1: But it's the same argument of like saying video games cause violence or fucking like the, oh, the, 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 the sequence in Call of Duty where you're a terrorist and you're the one gunning down the airport. That's, it's promoting violence or music. Marilyn Manson has these dark lyrics. It's promoting violence. It's the same argument. But yeah, just, just like having the act of violence in something is not like a, a stamp of approval for that violence. I think it's short sighted to think that. That's me. What do you think? I agree. I think this is stupid. <laughs> <That's>, well then, <laughs> we're on
0: the same page, and I guess we can move on. <laughs> That's basically what it boils down to. Just the fact that they're trying to police, not even just like and say, like to try to say, oh, this movie promotes like incel cult. What, I don't know what the fuck that is but what, like alt isn't, isn't
1: that the idea that it's like those guys that think they're nice guys and are nice to women and think that because they're nice they're owed something and that's why like they, they're saying this is incel because it's the idea of that Zendaya character liking him but you then maybe, mean, maybe no, something Zendaya uh, domino wait what domino yeah domino he says Zendaya oh wait and
0: Zendaya Zendaya wait so who's the actress Domino, the girl I played Domino from. Uh, What's her name? Zazzy Beats. Zazzy Beats.
1: Okay, never mind. That was India. Yeah. So Zazzy Beats. I'm also like the Joker getting a black girl. Really? No, that's uh, not happening. Well, they're, <laughs> I, they're also really far in age. Like he's like a lot older, and she's like a lot younger. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be a thing where maybe she's kind of into him because she sees some part of his personality that most people don't see. Like he's sweet or something. You can kind of see that in the trailer when you talk to that little kid. He's kind of sweet to the little kid. Yeah. So maybe she sees that side of him. And, but then when she sees like how fucked up he's become as the Joker, she kind of distances herself. And that's what makes him snap even more. And I think that's part of what incel culture is. The fact that you think you're owed something so you respond with aggression or violence and that's okay, I guess? I don't know. Probably. I'm like, it's a mo- Like It's a movie. There are a lot of movies like that.
0: Not even just that, but like, talking about violent, like, throw a fucking dart on a wall
1: and you'll hit a violent movie or video game. Exactly. So it's like, what's the difference? There isn't anything. And you you create a slippery slope when you start drawing the line like this it's like no no no. but this is the one that's actually motivating violence and it's like okay so do video games motivate violence does music motivate violence how about well, I no know, I know they try to say video games they try I know to, but they try to ban video games and it's a stupid argument like no what motivates violence are fucked up people in the head that will get take any excuse they can to latch onto something and say this is why I did it but the real reason why you did it was because you're fucked up in the head that's the real reason like, there's, no, there's nothing else to it. It wasn't you were inspired to kill... Some, I, I played so many violent video games, I never once been like, you know what? I'm about to kill everybody in this fucking room. Because <laughs> I, I played Call of Duty once, and, and I was a terrorist in it, and that means it's okay. <laughs> probably argue because I play
0: violent video games. That's why I haven't been violent.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I have played the video games. I know I die when I try and act crazy in a video game, so maybe I won't do that in real life.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Stupid controversy. But then a, a friend of mine, because I'm seeing a Joker with a co-worker, he's he fucking idiot. He was like, you know it would be kind of messed up if while we're watching the Joker, somebody does come and shoot up the movie theater. I was like, okay, thanks. Wow. Thanks for bringing that up.
1: Wow. It's definitely a fear, but I think that's what this is all motivated by. It's motivated by people being afraid. And just like, oh, but I don't want the, the shootings to happen again. And it's like, if it happens, it happens. But it's not because of the Joker. It's because some crazy person took that as an excuse to do it. Not because they it, they were actually motivated by the movie to do it. Same thing that the other guy with the Dark, Knight, the Dark Knight movie. Yeah. He just used it ex- as an excuse. Yeah, for all we know, he would have did it somewhere else. Yeah, for a different reason. He would have said, another thing was the reason why he did it. It's weird that we're taking people's word, like, oh, you said it was because of the movie you did this? And that must be the entire reason why you killed these people. <laughs> just like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you gonna take it at face value? What are you saying? We're trust the word of a mentally deranged person. Exactly. <laughs> but if it fits your agenda, of course you're gonna say that's the reason. So whatever. Stay woke, people. Stay woke, blur vision community. <laughs> Don't believe this shit. Don't believe Andor's lies. That was a final fantasy reference, if you didn't catch that. No, I didn't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Is that it? Yep, that's it. All right.
0: That is the news of the week. Wait. It says, It's worth noting that few other reviews criticizing Joker on these grounds have explicitly suggested that the movie will incite violence, just that it is overly sympathetic to those... Wait. That it is overly sympathetic to those who commit violent acts as a way to regain some semblance of power from a society that they believe has stripped them of it. It's too... It's, <laughs> And to, be fair, not, movie. and to be fair, not everyone agrees with this assessment of the film. But right now, The Joker has 76% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, indicating mostly positive reviews, but I think a lot of the negative reviews
1: have to do with the fact that... Whatever. Dave Chappelle's comic special has like a fucking 30% or whatever. And that doesn't mean shit. It's just sensitive people being sensitive as fuck. That's all.
0: Whether you find the movie's vigilante worshiping protesters in whiteface to be an Occupy Go- Gotham movement or something closer to incel and in Ingentia? trolls taking to the streets. Depends on how you choose to read it. He's an outrage culture cipher, a clown for all mad as hell sessions. I don't know what that means, but okay.
1: <laughs> how dare they make the main character in the show sympathetic? How dare they show his side? Or his his perspective. That's the point. Remember
0: there was controversy about uh, Zach Efron being cast as like Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever. How dare you cast this hot guy or whatever try to make sympathy of a guy that was a monster. It's like, you know people that are like monsters and rapists and murderers and serial killers like... They're pretty fucking charming. That's how they were able to get away with the shit that they were able to get away with. If they yeah. looked like fucking Count Dracula, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have been able to. Well, Count Dracula was kind of hot. But <laughs> you know, know what, what I'm saying? Mean, yeah. If they look like a monster, like even if you the think The devil about, has a pretty face. I was going to say, I was just literally just about to say. High five. Yeah.
1: Woo. <laughs> I was
0: literally just about to say, even if you go back to mythology, the original mythology, Lucifer is God's most beautiful angel. Yeah. It's what tempts you. Yeah, it's what tempts you. It's what, like, evil is seductive. It's alluring. It's attractive. Yeah. If evil looked like evil, it wouldn't be fucking... As manipulative. It wouldn't be as seductive. Yeah. for point. the most part, just like the whole point of, nobody actually thinks they're evil. Everybody's the hero of their own story. Exactly. And that's what
1: Joker is. That's what this movie's about. So to it, so be like, oh, you're casting too much sympathy on a person that's crazy, it's like... Uh, That's kind of the point of the story. Yeah, you want to see his downfall. So even
0: people that are like fucking evil, like you take Hitler. I'm pretty sure Hitler didn't think he was evil. I'm pretty sure he thought he was doing the right. Granted, he was a fucking monster. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he didn't
1: think that way. So road to hell is paved with good intentions. People like, come on, like this is is first grade stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. Watch me see the movie and it sucks and it's like all of this, right? is, like, all of this is like moot by next week. <laughs> We're just like wow okay. <laughs> all of this debate for a fucking mediocre movie but alright. I hope it's great but we'll see. We'll see. That, we'll, we'll, we shall see. Yeah, This was a good a uh, little preamble before Joker so this is a good way to end in the, in this week's podcast. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get out of here this week? Uh, I'm going to eat my chicken patties now. Okay, that's great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, next week, Young Justice. Next week, Joker. Uh, anime, if there's still any new episodes of Demon Slayer, but we'll set Dr. Stone. Um, is that what we want to keep it that? Joker, Young Probably Justice? i gonna watch something
0: else. What what else. Is there another anime?
1: <laughs> Not that I know of. But I just want to keep it simple so we can actually do the things we say we're going to do. <laughs> so, Young Justice, Joker. Well, I finished Young so, there you go. We already got half of that. Was it your dad again? No, it was a telemarketer. Oh, <laughs> So, well, I, fin- it-
0: I, I, I finished Young Justice.
1: I guess Hulk and Dagger you're almost done with it and I can watch the rest. So, Marvel and 2DC. I guess. You're two episodes away. That's a lot. What <laughs> the <fuck? laughs> All right. But on that note, that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. And I'm going to finish
0: I finished most of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D well the first episode the first episode yeah I'm like I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's most of the first episode of season 6 of Agents of Shit Agents of Shit I got like 12 minutes 12 more minutes left so for the first, watch episode. the first episode then? yeah watch the first episode okay
1: alright that's simple enough 10 episodes of uh, Cloak and Dagger whatever the remainder is of Young Justice and one episode of A's of Shield cool and on that note I've been your host Jordan with Michael and we will see you next week peace bye it's so about to so break